What's going on, guys? You are on the sidelines with the sideline guys. I'm Chris, and I'm here with my guy. Yes, sir. Derek, what's going on? What's going on, man? I just wanted to say this week, it might be too much. Leave it up, leave it up to the sideline, guys. As soon as the NFL talk starts up, we yeah. gotta have a whole segment to talk okay. about all the news that's going on. Got to. Um, and then we got NBA stuff going on. Mm -hmm. MMA is at its peak, as yeah. you already know. As always, yeah. it's a damn year-round commitment. <laughs> we always got something to talk about, man. Everything's going on, man, and I love it. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. So why don't we just jump right into it? I mean, yeah, just, just like everything else, let's just throw it right into the fire. Why not? First of all, the most, if you ask me, shocking news thing come out this week. How the hell is Aaron Rodgers going back to the Packers for that much money just for the people at home four years 200 million dollars um Kirk Cousins was jealousy in that contract that's how you know it's a big contract bro that's 50 Dude. million a year yeah that's insane what is that a, a quarter of your cap that's because that's, that's also what I was wondering like how, like how do you how can you afford to pay anyone else <laughs> I don't, I don't even know, like, I'm, I mean, I'm happy for him, but if you're paying that kind of money, you better, like, like you better come over to the Super Bowl. There, mm -hmm. Like, there is no if, ands, or buts about it. There needs to be a Super Bowl that comes out in the next four years for the, for the Packers. Otherwise, that is. <sighs> and good luck doing that with the tax breathing down your neck. I was about to say, like, does this even make sense? to pay him that much i think the reason why it makes sense is the four years part of it yeah. i think they could sort of back end it where mm -hmm. a big part of that comes in in year three and four and mm -hmm. it sort of gives them that flexibility um because i think right now believe it or not with everyone else on contract now is their window like it's mm -hmm. not going to be two years from now it's, yeah, it's going to yeah. be right now yeah um so i think that's where it makes sense as far as structure and pay wise i feel like the league is headed in that direction um mm -hmm. i'm pretty mm -hmm. sure there's going to be bigger contracts than this and this is the biggest one yeah. um yeah. to date really but well, what do you think of that trend like how, how sustainable is it it's very sustainable i think i mean put it like this we're moving into a, a, a time where um, technology, I think, is allowing allowing more uh, uh, to come in for them. <laughs> they're able to do more, so they're able to make more. Because um, I mean, what what uh, Patrick Mahomes got what was it half a million, uh, half a billion? I'm sorry. Mm -hmm. uh, that but that was over a span of what ten years, I think something like that but it's still I, I, to me i thought when when that one happened that that just made made it excuse me i'm sorry it made it uh to where the trend was going to go that way anyway um almost like baseball money yeah you know what i'm saying um they still know, got man. more though they still they got still more yeah, yeah. <laughs> it, it's it, it, i don't think it's a bad thing i think it's very interesting um but it's good to get guys locked in early so that you can make different moves down the line, right? Like the uh the 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 pay scale is only gonna go up. So I don't I just don't I don't know how I feel about Rogers. Like, I mean, 
for him, cool. I, I like I love it for him, but for for the team, I don't know. It's still kind of I don't know. Like that's a lot of money. But real quick, that's why <laughs> that's, that's why I asked that that's question. A lot. Because let's be real, like I don't think this shit is sustainable. And I yeah. think at some Are you point saying for we're gonna see that trend over the league. Over the league. And the reason okay. why I say that is because all the reasons we're talking about, it, 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 you sort of handcuff your team once you're in that position. As the player, it makes sense. Um, mm-hmm. I think, the, like I said, those contracts are only going to go up. But I think a trend to sort of take note of, I think for a long time, uh, the, the big running back contract was almost plagued yeah. against, where it's like, yeah, yeah. you don't want to do that because the health, it's a big issue. Um, mm-hmm. I think you can kind of make a similar argument with the QB situation. And I think this leads in a little bit to the, um, to the Russell Wilson situation where mm-hmm. of course they signed him up. They got, they got him all locked in for a great amount of years, good amount of money. Mm-hmm. He's solid. And then eventually some things, some dominoes don't fall in the place where they belong. And now we need to shake up. And yeah. I think that's something to really take note on moving forward, because the, like I said, these contracts are only going to be going up. Um, I'm mm-hmm. wondering if we end up in a scenario where we're headed more towards the NBA, where we have shorter contracts with larger per year amounts, which we've um, seen that with because, Tom Brady. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. And yeah. I think especially with someone like Aaron Rodgers at his stage, of his career it makes sense. Mm-hmm. Uh, but also the, the reason why I just been thinking about why it's not sustainable, because, for example, yeah, we, we, the precedent is there. People like Lamar Jackson, these people are going to get paid. Let's make no bones about, about it. it. Yeah. Exactly. So that that's the problem, though, because if you get if you get him in where you, he's overperforming on that rookie deal and mm-hmm. it really you're really able to bolster the roster around them because of that, that flexibility. Mm-hmm. I think that may be the new money ball where you're all in and sort of all these other key player positions. And then if you're able to catch the swing and do the right thing in the draft and get someone that can push you forward, mm-hmm. I think. That's something to watch out for for future sort of Super Bowl contenders because I feel like that's a trend that we may see continue where teams like, and I I hate that I got to do it. I hate that I got to do it. But teams like the Eagles are positioning themselves to be in a spot where they could sign a lot of good people to an already Mm -hmm. playoff, almost playoff caliber roster. Mm -hmm. So um, I think think long-term, obviously, shout out to the players. That's what it's about. Get your damn money. Don't worry about any of the stuff we're talking about but on the long term sort of sport angle of it i really don't think these contracts are sustainable for for these organizations man well i think it's mainly by position right like matt stafford i think i just read uh yesterday or today that um he's supposed to be somewhere in the neighborhood of like a 40 million a year contract Mm -hmm. (laughs) and and that to me is like uh that's why i'm saying i think this is going to be a trend we see more so with like the positions so you brought up running backs right we see that with running backs um especially a lot uh in 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 recent history where they get paid then all of a sudden they just have this dive like it's like right at the moment that they get paid um i almost feel like for for at least with that position we're going to start seeing where teams start to offer you know more money in short years so that by the time you get to that year three, year four mark, you can have the ability to to maneuver if you need to maneuver. So for example, Ezekiel Elliott, I forgot his numbers, but when he got that contract, it's it's literally just been downhill for him, right? 
same thing with uh, Le'Veon Bell. Um, went downhill. I, like, and I almost don't even know if it's really just their performance in terms of like not having the ability to play or coasting. Like that's one thing with some of these guys. I'm wondering, like, is that a thing where they're just kind of just like they got the money and they're kind of just like, all right, let's coast throughout the year. Um, McCaffrey, right? Like McCaffrey, he has not like done a coasting thing, but he's been injured. So I almost feel like it's a it's a position thing. I think we're going to start seeing the quarterbacks continue to to rise in terms of like their pay um, with the years. Or do like what you said in terms of like the NBA, shorter contracts, more money, uh, like Tom Brady did. But that's why I'm thinking is it is going to be sustainable because it's more so like a um, a position thing, and you're able to offset in other positions. You know what I'm saying? Exactly. So, and I think I don't know. this trend this trend has been on its way already. I mean, yeah, just yeah. The what is it now? The I think it's the fourth year in the Cousins deal. So now he's going to be mm-hmm. making like 42 this season or something like that. <laughs> Which is wild, dude. Kirk Cousins, bro. That that's that. I know Minnesota fans' heart hurts when they hear that. Um, shout that, out to that's him, the though. thing. Yeah, shout out to him that's he, king, and his agent because his agent living good too. My, my shit about this though is like a hundred percent. It's all for the players, and and mm-hmm. and that's what we're here for. But at the end of the day, when we look at when we look back at these contracts, it's way easier when the when the four years are up mm-hmm. to say, damn, there's no way you could sort of amount to, to what you ended up getting paid. Right. Even right. in situations where there was success, there, there yeah. was playoff runs, et cetera. Yeah. yeah. Um, so that that's that's why this situation is really weird to me, because obviously these guys are going to get paid. Like if it's mm-hmm. not at the team they're in, it's going to be with another one. Like mm-hmm. that, let's not make no mistakes about that. Mm-hmm. But um, just long-term, I think it would be really cool if like a, a finance major did their dissertation on this yeah. about, about yeah. you know, how, how yeah. that plays out and, and how can you determine a contract's worth once it's all said and done? Because mm-hmm. um, I'm pretty sure those big contracts on when compared to small contracts the potential as far as what it can bring is just way higher on that smaller end but so in terms of like lamar jackson then like Mm -hmm. of course we're going to be comparing him to patrick mahomes pretty much their entire careers right do you see lamar going the route of trying to negotiate because he he doesn't have an asian right do you see him going into the try and make it to where he's going to the direction of Patrick Mahomes, that type of contract, or do you see it where he's looking to do the uh, the Tom Brady route? Because he's not in a rush to sign right now, yep. which I find very interesting. I don't like the 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 the, the strategy behind that. Do you mm-hmm. think he's just trying to get more? Like, how much more could he get? I think the strategy is. And, and it makes sense, dude. Like if you're in this position in any, like in any play player position in football, mm-hmm. if you're in the spot to get paid, ball out as much as you can and get yeah. that long contract, because yeah. this is such a, a volatile league. Anything could happen in, in the interim. Mm-hmm. I think that's what makes sense for players. Get mm-hmm. that long-term contract out of the way early so that on the back end, yeah, you're going to make money, but that's where the bulk of the money you're going to make is right, in my right, opinion. Right. 
right. it, it, for most careers. Tom right. Brady don't count. Not mm -hmm. not everyone is a Tom Brady. Trust. Yeah. yeah I mean, ask yeah. Peyton Manning. That boy was struggling <laughs> when he won that second chip. Struggling. So. The yeah. trend isn't is that that's not a normal thing for that money to go up. Usually it's going down. Mm -hmm. So it makes a lot of sense. I think he's going for a longer deal, like we mm -hmm. talked about. Mm -hmm. And I think it only like people are so scared, teams especially, because this is all in the player side. If you yeah. let them go yeah. into free agency, yeah, um, you're gonna pay the absolute maximum. And, right. and that's that's the problem. Yeah. And I think he's he's trying to do that, and I respect that because, yeah, like yeah, I said, yeah. ultimately. Um, what's that saying? You know, you only, you're only worth what you have the ability to negotiate. Like mm -hmm. that's real, like a hundred percent, get your money, do what you got to do. Um, but we're talking about something a little different here. It, it isn't just yeah. about whether or not they're able to get that money. It's about what that money does for you in turn as a manager. Yeah. So yeah, yeah man, it's, it's, it's an interesting situation. Something we should definitely keep our eye on moving forward. Mm -hmm. Um, I definitely think, as far as this specific contract, the Aaron Rodgers contract, mm. I honestly, besides the money angle on the last two ends, um, I'm surprised that they were able to get him to come back because I thought that relationship was unfixable. Yeah. Um, and, and it's funny because a lot of shows I've seen a lot of shows, just body language experts mm -hmm. talking about him mm -hmm. walking off the field and what mm -hmm. it means, mm -hmm. dude, this is what matters more than anything. So, yeah. yeah. Yeah, I mean, and, and you know, it seemed like it was almost a far, uh, foregone conclusion that he was actually going to go to Denver, which a lot of people thought that was going to happen. I honestly didn't know what was going to happen. I was not, I wasn't making a prediction about that one. It it did not look like he was going to go back to Green Bay, though. It really. And if like I made a bet, amazing. exactly. If I made a bet, it was that he's somewhere else, not back. Yeah, so yeah, that, that's why yeah. I was super surprised by that. Yeah, I mean, you get Devonte Adams. I think they they got him on um. They got him on a uh, a tag, franchise tag, right? Yep. So, like you said, the time is now, but I don't I don't see Green Bay going all the way. Like this is what ends up ends up happening with them every season, right? Like they have they have fire. Uh, you 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 believe you start to say that's going to happen, and by the time the playoffs come, something ends up uh, happening where they fall apart, and and they don't they don't make it to the promised land. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So um, I don't know like what to actually <laughs> to actually think about them in terms of actually making a Super Bowl. But when you're paying that type of money again, you better make it like you better do whatever it takes to, to, to make that happen. And I don't know how. <laughs> Dude, the weirdest part about it though, is whenever we talk about this, it's not a matter of you better be good. It's you yeah. better make it to the Super Bowl. And that's yeah. because they haven't been able to. Yeah. And and they've been really historically great, like getting mm -hmm. first seeds wrapped up early mm -hmm. in the season, too. Like this year, too. Exactly. Where where it was pretty clear um that they were gonna be that number one seed and they still don't find their way into the game. Yeah. Obviously, there's so many factors that lead into that. Um, so it's hard to predict, but like you said. At the end of the day, the Super Bowl trips are what matters. Even if you're getting first round buys in the playoffs, yeah. If you end up getting bounced in that first match against teams like the 49ers, people will not forget about that. And it ain't At the all. first time. It At ain't all. the first time. Yep. Yeah, I don't. I we'll see. Good luck to them. But I, 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 to me, it almost felt like this was the year. If they were going to do it, this was the year to do it. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. Um. 
<laughs> there's other teams in the conference that are that are coming and that are younger, you know, especially at the quarterback position. So I don't, I, you can't sleep on Aaron Rodgers, but I just I don't know. <laughs> yeah, man. I don't know either. And I, for his sake, I hope he does. Like, I hope he's able to get at least one more because I think exactly. He should be able to. And on top of that, I think he's the kind of player where you can't really picture him, you know, tied with Eli as far as their stance long term. Like you can't really picture that. So um, just sort of living up to his greatness in that way is something you love to see. Um, a big theme when it comes to LeBron, which we'll be talking about that later. Just that mm-hmm. idea of what it means to live up to your greatness. Yeah, How is yeah, greatness yeah. measured at the end yeah. of the day? Yeah. Um, but a surefire Hall of Famer, and if you could get him, sure. you could get him on a on a nice four year contract. I think you're good to go. So interested gotcha. to see how that plays out. Yeah, man. Yeah. What do you think about Denver? <laughs> yeah, man. No, I I thought you were gonna do the whole transition wizard thing on me and go and go straight i was waiting i was waiting i I wanted to but i I don't know i didn't know how to transition (laughs) (laughs) you didn't didn't know if we was done yet i didn't know yeah 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 (laughs) yeah man so first of all let's just lay the details out there yeah um from what i understand it's two first rounders and Mm -hmm. three uh second rounders which is a lot more than people think (laughs) a lot more than people think yes and then um Excuse me for not knowing the defensive end's name. This is, I hope you got it. Uh, <laughs> I did. But, uh, and, and no offense as well, which is, a, I think, a, a underrated aspect to this trade. It is. But it depends on, because they have Drew Locke going to Seattle, right? I don't count. Yeah. I, you're basically looking for a new quarterback. So it really depends mm-hmm. on who your QB is. But I think Fant is a good player. I almost. <laughs> It hurts Denver way more it than hurts. it helps Seattle. It does. It does. I don't put it like this. I don't think either team won long term with this move. Yeah, that's a good bet. I don't think they won long term, but in the short term, Denver definitely won. Like you got you got a QB. You didn't have a Q- <laughs> well, hold on. They had Teddy Bridgewater. Exactly. So and they paid him. And they paid him. That's another. I didn't even think about that till now. Um, I mean, with someone like Russell Wilson, it's not a bad idea to have a high quality backup. But that's a that's a big price tag. That's a huge for a backup. That's a huge price tag. I, I'm Seattle. Seattle's at rebuilding. Obviously, that that that's there's no other questions about that. Um, but what? How far do you think that rebuild goes? Because at this point. They have all these draft picks, right? What are you looking at stra- uh, strategy-wise? Are you looking to just kind of like plug in the holes where you have them now? Or do you just kind of like sell high on some guys like Metcalf, for example? You know? Yeah. I don't... <sighs> the weird thing is, I don't see them bottoming out with Pete Carroll on staff. I don't see that. And, and I know with this trade, that sounds like a ridiculous statement. Um, yes. But I think there are a few moves away. In my opinion, I think for real, there are a few moves away from figuring this thing out. And that sounds kind of crazy. Um, it's going to take at least two years. Don't get, don't, get, don't get that mixed up. But I think the long-term move is give Pete Carroll good defense. He has a, yes. a good defense, but yes. give him a great defense. Give, bolster that side. Mm-hmm. Focus on that. 
And with people like Tyler Lockett still on on tap for your offense, mm-hmm. um, you got pieces there too. But I think that's the most important side of the ball, in my opinion, uh, where you saw this year specifically, um, it, it ain't the Seahawks of old as far as that all. side of the ball. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. And and that's been their identity for so many years. So mm-hmm. I think that's the key. That's where they rebuild first. And I think even with a Geno Smith as your starter, because I, I think he beats Yikes. out Drew Locke. I think he beats out Drew Locke in that I think competition. He does too. Yeah. But even with him as your starter, if you're able to fix that side of the ball, I could see them getting some things done. Um, but as far as playoffs, like you're gonna have to wait at least three years for that, in my opinion. Yeah, yeah. I put it like this: if if Watson's legal issues were somewhat close to being resolved, <laughs> you put those picks for him now. I, I don't think that's happening, though. I I. I if I'm Metcalf, I'm pushing my way out. <laughs> if I'm Metcalf, I'm I'm trying to figure out how I can get out because there's no way that what's he he's on his rookie deal for another two years. Yep. All the receivers got tagged, by the way. Yeah, yeah. All the receivers got tagged. I don't. You got to figure out some way to get out because that's not. You don't want to just like. Geno Smith, I got, I have respect for Smith because he's been able to stay in the league as long as he has, as long as he has, and he he plays relatively okay football, right? That's not when you put it that way. Yeah, relatively okay. It's a good backup. He's a good backup. He's a good backup. He's not the guy you want as your starter, though. So. I'm, I'm trying to figure my way out, man. 100%. Yeah. And I'm so glad, bro. Especially Tyler Lockett. I feel the worst, man. Yeah. Yeah. I'm so glad that my Eagles did not try and trade for Wilson. Yeah. That, that's the move that did not make any sense. Yeah. Any sense. Now, go get me Metcalf or, or Lockett. Those are moves. I'll, I'll, I'll trade for either one of those guys right now. Who wouldn't? Who wouldn't? Let's be real. Yeah, but I mean, my Ravens better be on some of them calls too. Shit. <laughs> but yeah, Metcalf needs to, Metcalf, both of them need to figure out how to get out. They really do. Yeah. And I, I, and I don't know how they do. Like you got the Niners in a division, right? Yep. <laughs> it's Rams. not the Rams. It's not like you're in a division that's that's weak. This is not the NFC South or Cardinals. East, right? <laughs> Yeah, the Cardinals, I'm still kind of like questioning like what's going on with them, but they're still not a weak team. Mm-hmm. You know, it, it's one of those things you got to figure out how to be competitive. And if you're not trying, if you're not trying to compete, if you cannot see yourself actually competing for the playoffs, there's no way you should be trying to do anything right uh, big right now. Like you mm-hmm. said, next two to three years, you know, they can compete again. But I, and I think the way we'll know from the outside looking in whether or not the Cardinals think they are those guys is if they re-sign Chandler Jones. Cause right now he oh, hasn't been tagged. Yeah. And, that, and that's a, that's the biggest key. I think he was yeah. the biggest um, free agent to come out of that sort of franchise tag period. Yeah. Um, yeah. Definitely something to look out for because if they, if they don't even make a good faith effort, um, it really says a lot about how they feel internally about whatever the fuck is going on. Yeah, Cause that yeah. whole saga, I can't even, but I just want to say, I hate it that you transitioned past the, the Sean Watson comment. Cause I was about to be like, 
you know, and this is gold right here. Like, as I thought of it, I was like, I can't believe I'm going to do this. But I was like, Deshaun Watson deserves no more happy endings. He's had enough. <laughs> He's had enough. Get him out. I don't want anything good to happen for Deshaun Watson. All I got to say is. That was perfect, man. That I know. I know. And you, and you, you didn't give just, me the chance. I I'm had to sorry. bring it back. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I got to I got to do better with my use, man. <laughs> you good. You good. I I feel like that whole situation, I agree. I think he's the biggest guy now in the market. Now yes. that uh yes. these dominoes fell where they did. Yeah. Um that's that's the guy to look out for. Uh but I hate it. I I hope nothing good comes of it. Uh because yeah. of the player, not for anything else. Uh, yeah. Which, yeah. I've been that guy and I will be that guy because since the start of this show, I've made it clear that yeah. that shit is crazy, but let's get back to the matter at hand. I think the Broncos are a very exciting team this season to look at. I got to ask you because defensively they're there. This is what we were talking about last season. We were like, <laughs> if they just had a quarterback, mm-hmm. they're good money. So I got to ask you, we we turning Georgia into a new bookie right now. What what <laughs> what would you set the line on for their wins next season? The over under. What, were they, what did they? I forgot what their record was this year. Um, I can pull that up for you. Realistically. Out of what seventeen games, right? Yep, they were seven and ten. Seven and ten. There's no way they do worse than than eleven wins. There's eleven or twelve wins. There's yep. no way they do any worse than that. Yep. That's a that's a solid team. <laughs> yeah, a, man. That's a really solid team, and I hate that they don't have Fant because honestly, um. That pushed it over the edge. Like, in my opinion, they're Super Bowl favorite if they didn't yeah. give away that that yeah. piece. You figure out somehow, some way to be able to to fill that uh that 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 position in with someone that is either on his level or a little bit higher. I don't and I don't know who you find that's like that that's available right now, but mm-hmm. um I mean unless Gronk is free agent, right? I I knew I, you were gonna say I don't know how that would work, but because <laughs> I really don't see him playing for anyone outside of Tom Brady. But he said he wanted to play with Joe Burrow. He said it. Yeah, he did, but I don't take him seriously. <laughs> <laughs> I really don't. Um, I mean Gronk would be one guy, but I, I I almost feel like you figure out somehow, yeah, you know who else is available. Yeah. But even if it's through the draft or something, you draft, gotta, you gotta yeah. address it. Yeah, but I mean, Fant would have definitely like, oh my god, Denver's Dude. a scary team, bro. I, I was Denver gonna say that team. one two, that one two punch between Cortland Sutton and Jerry Judy is yeah. nice. Yeah, like, let, let's make yeah. that clear. Yeah, that and running back wise, they've always had a little bit of a toss up. I'm not gonna mm-hmm. lie, mm-hmm. so that'll be interesting to play out, but. Mm-hmm. I feel like historically, this year, though. really, and why is that? Russell Wilson. Of course, of course. <laughs> I, I so, thought you, I thought you had some deep take for me about nah. their, their bat, third string running back. Yeah, but their running backs might be better this year. They just, by committee. Yep. Yeah, yeah. You just go by committee and 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 just do what you can do. I think yep. this is going to be a very interesting team. 
I don't I don't know uh if I'm ready to fully like lean in and say Super Bowl right now. <laughs> but I mean they should be able to make it. They should be at that they level sh- they for should sure. Be there. Yeah, they should be. And there. I was gonna say I would have personally set the line at probably and this is gonna surprise you probably ten and a half. And the reason why I say ten and a half is yeah. because you want to get that action on both sides. You want you want people to be like, yo, <laughs> that's true. That's you gotta true. you gotta find it. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. But but that's that's how I'm looking at it. I agree. Yeah. I won't be surprised if they end up in deep in the playoffs next season. I think a lot of things need to gel though. Like that yes. that's something that a lot of people discount with these uh big shifts in teams. It's almost like Madden. Yeah. Like you're like, oh, yeah. we'll be fine. Let's just yeah, bring them just, in and we're good. Just hit it the ain't X that button. easy. <laughs> Yeah, exactly. Just hit the X button. It's fine. He's running routes. Yeah. But um, yeah, I I, I personally think, and, and I hope the Russell Wilson stands, they got the headphones off right now. I personally think there's a little something to Seattle being willing to do this. There and is. I think I think last season there was a lot of injury issues. I think mm-hmm. maybe the the writing's on the wall a little bit more mm-hmm. than we can tell at the moment. Um, Because yeah. I won't be surprised if he ends up getting injured for what five or six games, and that's a regular like that's not a lot. Yeah, yeah. Like, let's be clear, that's yeah. not a lot yeah. to miss. And yeah. now you're starting to wonder: Are they a ten win team? Well, <laughs> you know, like I feel like that changes a lot. Well, it it only changes if Teddy Bridgewater like isn't your backup, right? Like. I He's think also that's had issues himself with he has, injuries. But well. if all you need is five games from him, I think you can you can say you can at least get five from him. If yeah. if if West, uh, Westbrook if Wilson is out, um, wrong <laughs> Russell, you're wrong one. Yeah, same black guy, but it's wrong wrong one. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I think um, if you're able to uh, have him as your backup, then you're good. You're solid. Uh, my that was my biggest issue with even the conversation of Philly trading for Russell Wilson, mm-hmm. the contract, the age, durability. You get, you have a guy that's, that's compared to him already on a rookie contract. Why, why would you move from that? You know what I'm saying? Like exactly. that, that doesn't even make sense. So I agree with you on that. It's, it's very possible that like, you know, you never heard me say it was dumb that, that Seattle wanted to trade him. Right. Yeah. <laughs> I like is you, you you try you try to move on and and like at the right time you got a Super Bowl from him could have had two if you had just ran the ball instead of run pass but that's neither here nor there he won for you guys kept y'all relevant for the last what seven eight years go ahead I get yeah. it I get it I get it so I, I I love the move for Denver though I think it's gonna be very interesting the climate might be something that he has to adjust to as well um well not might it will be everybody (laughs) everybody that plays in that building you see them with the oxygen on the sideline i don't blame them (laughs) yeah so that's that's gonna be a thing but i I, i'm looking forward to seeing what happens with denver this year that that's gonna be a really uh interesting team to watch all season long i agree because i really could see it going either way like i could see it being freaking horrible like really horrible yeah. Uh, which which makes it even more fascinating. So yeah. there's never there's never a dull moment in in the NFL free agency. Yeah. This is the best time. This is the this is the best yeah. time yeah. because uh well I, I'm just thinking back to when we did our preview show, you know. Mm-hmm. There's so much in the air, there's so yeah. much to consider. Yeah. Um, and it, it really makes you happy as a fan. But 
I think it's appropriate that we move on to this disgusting headline because as a as a show that has been focusing on the betting angle of things, I can't believe this shit. So let, let me just set it up and then I'll tee you up. Calvin Ridley has been suspended the entirety of the next season for betting on games. Now, let me get this straight. The Falcons were not a good team last year. They weren't a bad team either, though which is not really the spot you want to be in. <laughs> let me, let me be clear about that. They for sure. Exactly. And, <laughs> yeah. and when your best player is now out, it feels like you're completely on the opposite side of that. <laughs> completely on the opposite side. Yeah. So what I'm fascinated by on this whole conversation was, first of all, they looked into the bets, right? This is not some Pete Rose shit. Yeah, it's not like he was betting on the Falcons to lose. Yeah. Like they were included in bets that they won, mm-hmm. and included in parlays. It's not like he was outright betting Falcons to lose and then playing horribly. Mm-hmm. Like I feel like that is a punishable offense. Yes, what he did here, this shit is criminal. Like I, I feel this shit is criminal. I don't care that he made money off the team winning. Because guess what? They weren't favored to win most of those games anyway. Like, no. let's be clear no. about that. He wasn't betting on the on the suspect side, yeah. first of all. Yeah. And then even more so, how come they can bet on other teams to do the same exact thing? Theoretically, wouldn't you think that I think immediately, if there was a time where he bet on them to lose, immediately you suspend them. I don't care what it is. But if it's only to win, like, if you're allowed to bet, period, mm. don't you think that's going to be the first, like, that? what? Like, why would I not want to bet on myself to win? So it's just so strange to me. I don't understand that side of it. You're not messing up the integrity of the game because he wasn't playing, right? if anything, you betting on some shit that is unlikely to happen. Like, yeah. <laughs> let me be clear yeah. about that. Yeah, yeah. But I mean, he wasn't, those games he wasn't even playing, right? No. That's, that was my well, Some of them, of some of them. Some, some of them, them he was. Okay, how many games total did he bet on? It, they, that number didn't come out, but the entirety of the bets were not worth more than 1,500. So you're talking about maybe like three games? I mean, with parlays, that could be any, any number. Who knows? Okay. Because it so, depends on how much you put up, you know? The only thing that I will say with him that I am disappointed in, two things. He actually bet on the Falcons to win, right? That, that's, that's a losing bet. But, you know, he, he was smart with this, right? <laughs> that's one. Two, why did you put it in your name? You can give the money to someone else, make the bet, and then you don't have to be connected to it. <laughs> I know you got a couple homies, bro. You got yeah, look, it's Atlanta. <laughs> <laughs> what are we talking about? This is Atlanta. You you there's there's people that know people that can do something, set you up. It's it's, it's not hard. Um, that's but those are only two things I'm really uh disappointed by with them. <laughs> so that's really it. Um with the NFL, I'm disappointed because this is a harsh punishment. Fine, punish the guy. I don't have a problem with that, but we're talking about like what a couple of bets and it's not like he's not like he has a betting problem from what we've understood this is just placing a couple of bets so 
you mean to tell me you get a harsher sentence for for betting on games as a player than you do for domestic violence? I'm very intrigued by that. I'm very intrigued by that because I think you get I think with a lot of uh, uh, um, past uh, incidents, there's been what six games I think guys have been suspended for. Mm-hmm. Um, a couple got eight. A couple got eight, but for the most part, they were still able to play this season. Yep. Suspend the guy. No problem with that. Three games though. Two. Dude, three I was about to say. Like, I mean, your example we... is way better than mine, but I was about to say like. How the fuck are you suspending him for the whole year, but you didn't take Miami's draft pick away? Bro. <laughs> like, is it about the integrity of the game? Is it's that what not. it's about? It's a it's it's more so about the bottom line. Shit is dumb. That's really all it is. Because honestly, if you really wanted to punish him, find him for what he won with the bets, right? Negligible amounts. Yeah, like like I mean, we're not we're not talking about anything crazy he didn't do anything wrong necessarily i don't think that he because i mean let's be honest even when he was out there it's not like he was able to actually influence the game that well because he only played a couple of games last year we're not talking about him you know going out there and just not catching the ball like nelson Aguilar. we're not talking about that we're talking about a couple of bets and he was likely off from uh if if depending on how many games that he better on the majority of those <laughs> he wasn't even in the game what are we talking about here what are I we couldn't ta- agree like, more what's the issue i don't get it i don't get it do guys not place bets on other teams, on other teams? Exactly. <laughs> does this not happen am i do they not play fantasy football am i supposed to actually believe that yeah am i like there's so many other ways that you can look at this that that can actually influence a game that could be more like you know more of an issue than just placing a parlay that doesn't even I don't I that doesn't even compute to me. I, I really don't understand. I, I almost feel like two to three games is too much. Suspend him for one game and that's fine. Like I don't I don't understand what we're talking about here. I don't understand what the actual issue is. And I would love if the league actually came out and and decided to be transparent with their with with this whole thing because this doesn't make any sense. They're not going to. I, I get that, <laughs> but it would be nice to actually uh, get an understanding of why they reached this conclusion of a full season. I mean, it's only going to be better for him, right? Because he gets to he gets to heal up even more, train, get better in certain areas. Uh, I think he's going to push his way. You're going to probably get tired of me saying this. He's probably going to push his way to Philly uh, just because his Alabama connection. That's it. That's those. That's the only reason why. Because he, I mean, I saw he had liked a picture of of him in an Eagles uh, uniform anyway, but I think, I think it's only going to help him. I think whatever team he does end up going to is going to get it for cheap. From one bird to another, it makes sense. I mean, it's just there's just there's a lot of factors that go into it that that I'm for him. Cool, let him let him have that time. He did have uh, issues with mental uh, uh, with his mental health last season. Let him let like, let him just do what he needs to do. Go like, but 
a full season makes no sense to me. I, I, I'm not. And my shit is, let's not act like this is a sabbatical, because it right. isn't. Right. He ain't getting paid. Right. He got, he got suspended. Like. Right. Right. That that shit is fucked up. Yeah. Like, and I, see, I don't that's care. Another thing. With that, and I'm not sure if you if you uh, uh if you fully know this one or not, but does that not push his rookie contract a year, or is it that just counts against it? That's a really good paid? question. I have no clue. That's a really good question. It should. It I mean, it's time served, right? It yeah. should. Yeah. Which just fucks the organization even more. Yeah. I mean, you're you're yeah. a jackass either way this plays out. If you're expected to do something and you don't do it, it's your fault. Like, let me just make that clear. Mm-hmm. But like you said, it's just, if it was on games that they lost and he bet that they lost, yeah. I don't care if he's on the team. That's yeah. sus. Yeah. This yeah. is not sus. So yeah. I agree. I wish there was some rationale, but hey, we still haven't even heard on how they really feel about the the Dolphins owner doing what they what is claimed to um, still allegations at this point. No, but with with the Dolphins owner Dan Snyder, uh, uh, the Texans owner, <laughs> we don't, it a keeps lot growing of stuff. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, uh, um, even even um, what's his name? Chucky uh, from uh, Raiders. What's the coach's name? Um, I'm I'm blanking out. Sorry, Raid, Raiders are out. off my radar. Yeah, uh, but uh, there a uh, coach. Um, damn, my bad, You're my good. bad audience. Head coach. But yeah, uh, the old, the coach that he just had that he lost this uh this last season. Um, oh, <laughs> Gruden. Gruden. Thank you, thank you. Um, yeah, but like even with him, like like a lot of that stuff got got swept under the rug real fast, right? Yep. But you, you, you kind of we, we we kicked him out, right? We don't got to talk about it if he's gone, right? That that's how it is. Yeah, you want to pick and choose what what it is you're transparent about. So, I, like, I don't know, I don't know. I'm I'm tired of the NFL. <laughs> I'm tired of the NFL, man. There's a lot of stuff that they do that's so questionable that doesn't even make any sense. That you know, I'm just whatever, whatever. I'm not surprised by this. I'm just surprised. I, I was when I saw that he got suspended for the year. I was like, "Whoa, the hell happened?" And then I saw what happened. What? Like, what? I thought it was gonna be some like some story <laughs> I didn't see. He, yeah, like, exactly. he's got he's got rape allegations or something. I'm that's along the lines of what I was actually thinking actually happened, right? He won fifteen hundred dollars. <laughs> making parlays. So what? Come on, bro. Yeah. So what? So what? One I mean, of you, us. One <laughs> of us. You can't tell me that refs don't do it. You can't tell me refs don't do fantasy football. You can't like. That is very true. The integrity of the game. I have said this repeatedly. I don't think that the NFL truly cares about the integrity of the game. It's just more so about the bottom line. They don't care about bottom the line. The optics. Yep. Yes. Yes. Because if it was and, integrity and of the game, there's a lot of moves that have been made. It's funny because they're also subjective about what kind of bad publicity they'll allow. What kind of bad publicity is good publicity? Yes. And unfortunately, with their fan base, a lot of that is racism. So mm-hmm. let, let me just make that clear. Um, fuck the NFL when it comes to that. I can't believe that we're in this situation. Shout out Calvin Ridley. Do your thing, bro. Right. Um, hopefully, you find some way to make money during this time. Uh, oh, because it ain't gonna to... it ain't gonna be parlays, bro. I'll yeah, tell you that. I, yeah, not at all. But I, I, he might. I, I, if I'm if I'm gonna actually make a bet on something, he's gonna get with esports. 
with some with some esports team he's going to get on Why and not? and yeah just play i mean got yeah, a lot man, more time shit got a lot of time nice yeah. <laughs> so yeah that's what i'm a, that's what i'm willing to to place a bet on yeah and if any fantasy owners out there a little late fourth fifth round Kyle Pitts that's not a bad pick no. bro that's not no. a bad pick I expect at least 1,400 yards out of him now, right? Like, at least. I mean, he got, what, 1,002? I think so. On his rookie season? He got a a quiet 1,002. It wasn't even, like, it wasn't anything that anyone really, like, raved about. It was something that was really, really quiet. I think it's mainly because the Falcons are a trash team. (laughs) Really. Um, But with him being the number one option, yeah. Yeah, he should he he should be someone you get fourth fifth round something like that. If you get him in the third round, though, you're a clown. I just want yeah, I just want to make that clear. Should, that's not the move to make. That's not the move to make. Yes, but tight end one second year, yeah. Why not? Why yeah. not? Why not? But all I'm right, getting him on one of my teams for sure. <laughs> it's only right. I mean, Matt Ryan got to throw to somebody. Shit, <laughs> you got to throw Jesus to somebody. Ain't catch it. So go ahead. Shit. Corderell Patterson, too, because everyone's going to pick Corderell, though. Like, honestly, like, for a lot of the people that play fantasy football, let me be clear. Yeah. A lot of them don't know shit. Like, yeah. and I see this yeah. even in the most competitive yeah. leagues that I'm in. Like, mm-hmm. when you look towards that bottom half, mm-hmm. and there's people starting, and this is the NBA, help transition a little bit. There's yeah. people starting Carmelo Anthony on their fantasy team. And I'm like, hold on, brother. <laughs> I don't know what NBA you fucking with. It ain't 2007 no more. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, that ain't the move to make right there, buddy. <laughs> but we shall see. As we move on to sure. the most important aspect of this season in the NBA, the part that not many people are talking about because it worked last year. So it's just, yeah. it's just a big deal. Well, it's not a big deal. It's looked at as not a big deal. But the playing tournament, mm-hmm. I think that's a real big key to, yeah. to the way the NBA runs nowadays. I think yeah. those teams that are in that space, in that sort of 10 range, even the 11 range teams, mm-hmm. like now you got something to play for, which makes things a little more interesting. Um, the way this race is shaping up, though, I just I, I'll read it out just so everyone's aware. I'm going to read 7 through 11 on both sides just mm-hmm. so we could see the picture. In the Eastern Conference, our seventh seed is the Raptors. Right after is the Hornets, the Nets, Hawks, and then the Wizards with only, what is this, four games apart between the, the, the four, the five of those teams. Yes. And then in the Western Conference, we've got the Timberwolves, the Clippers, the Lakers, Pelicans, and then the Trailblazers. This one is a much bigger gap. I don't see, yeah. I don't, I mean, Maybe the Pelicans and Trailblazers could swap spots here, and I could see that happening. Yeah. Um, but besides that, I feel like this well, one is more set in stone. I almost feel like that might not. You don't have Dame in Portland right now. Uh, uh, and CJ is actually playing very well in New Orleans. Yep. Um, I don't know that they swap places. I almost feel like that's that's – if anything else, I almost feel like the Blazers are, are going to lose a couple more real soon. I mean, if you look at who else is there, Spurs, Kings, Thunder, they're the only team that has a chance. Mm, yeah, <laughs> so let's make that yeah, clear. Yeah. Um, but I agree. I agree. Who, who, who you got balling out there? It, it's a hard time out there. <laughs> yeah, man. <laughs> 
I don't know what we're um, what's going to end up happening, but the playing tournament on for both conferences are very intriguing because a lot of these are a couple a couple of teams in here that that people had in the conference finals. finals. Yeah, <laughs> the Nets, the Hawks. I've heard arguments for for the Hawks for sure. Um, yeah. The Lakers, Clippers. Uh, those are teams that people had in the, in there as well. I'm um, I mean, injuries destroyed the Clippers though. Injuries destroyed the Clippers, but I, well, I don't even know if they really destroyed them. It it hurt their it hurt their record, but the team is actually really good. Yeah, I meant that conference finals host. Yeah, 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 for yeah, sure. Yeah, 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 uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I agree. Yeah. I, I love yeah. Reggie Jackson, dude. I'm an OKC guy through and through. Yeah, I knew. I, I was screaming Reggie before any of y'all were. Let you me were, get that you straight. Were, you were, you were. And they definitely should uh, consider him, in my opinion, for the most improved player because he's really raised his game up to be yeah. a very consistent 20 point scorer for that team. Yeah. And they're gonna make the playoffs, no matter how you look at it, if it's a tournament or not. They're still the AFC. They still beat, um, destroyed the Lakers in that series and positioned themselves well. Yep, positioned themselves really well. Um, But what I find, I think the most interesting, honestly, is the fact that the Nets and the Hawks are at 9 and 10. Like, Which is wild. Bro, under the Hornets, like, I think the most surprising part, obviously, is how good the Cavs have been. And that's why everything sort of shifts down from there where mm-hmm. things were a little bit more expected. Um, but the Nets and Hawks at 9 and 10 is cr- – like, they're barely making the play-in tournament. Yeah. <laughs> like, the, the the Wizards are right there. Like, if yeah. if Bradley Beal was still playing, I think that would be a no-doubter. Um, mm-hmm. Obviously, being led by Kuzma is not a position you want to be in, and I could see no. <laughs> it being locked up the way it is right now and not changing. Yeah. yeah. But – I would have expected the Hawks to be at least six and for the Nets to be at least fourth. But see, I think we, I think we discussed it uh, uh, preseason though. We both had the Hawks. I, if I'm not, if I remember correctly, top five, yep. top five, top six. Um, this is the position I expected them to be in. If Trey wasn't playing, I, I don't, <laughs> I, I don't, don't get know. It. I don't know what's going on with Atlanta. I mean, it's Atlanta. Like, I don't understand what's going on. That doesn't make any sense. And I, they gave up a, a couple of, you know, they made some moves, you know, that 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 if this is the position you're going to be in, what was the purpose of making those moves? Jo- like uh, Collins, I don't know what the purpose of, of, of keeping him was if you're going to keep doing this. Yep. You know what I'm saying? Um, I don't know why they paid him that much anyway. I don't like, either. I don't either. That that might be the problem. <laughs> that 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 might be why we're here. Yeah. Um. And, and people like um, the Bonjanovic brother. I always yes. forget. Is it Boban or Bojan? Uh, I, I can never tell them apart. Bo- I don't know. Bojan. <laughs> One of those. He he. <laughs> yes, sir. <laughs> he he left that BB belt back where it was because I, I don't know what's going on. Yeah. He he has not lived up to that sort of uh hype that everyone yes. had when he got there yeah and to me i think the the biggest sort of clown moment of this season more so than what's happening with the lakers and what's happening with all the nets how the fuck was this team coming out talking about we just worried about the playoffs motherfucker you might not make it in i like, don't, I, I, I i don't know 
and where they were last year like it doesn't make any sense it doesn't make like you should be taking a step forward <laughs> eastern conference finals that's that's a step you you, you make instead of playing you don't want to be in a playing bracket you know like I don't know. There's there's no way that these any of these teams turn it around to avoid the play-in. I, like, for example, the Nets are not going to turn it around. This is it's way too late for them to turn it around. You've got Ben Simmons still sitting out. <laughs> They're probably not even going to make the AFC. Yeah. Well, to be completely honest, let me ask you this: Would it just not make more sense to just sit Ben Simmons out the rest of the season at this point? I see why you say that. They'll never do that. They're not going they're, to. They're going to try. They're going to try to get him to play, and I understand that. They're not going to. I, but... I think at the end of the day, if he could play, why not play him? Like, that's the way I look at it. Because it's not like he, from what I understand, it's not like he's um, under a serious risk of re-injury with whatever issues he has going on. I, I don't... I don't see why you would keep him out or decide, you know, we're not even trying to pursue that um, when you're trying to win. Like, they're trying to win, regardless of how bad they are at it. I don't know why you trade for him. I do. I do. I think I, he's good, bro. I really look, do think he's good. He And there's time. The player, the player, yes, I agree with you on that. The player is good. But if the man is not going to do what he needs to do, to elevate to the next level to make that player be what everyone knows he can be why why make the trade why make the trade i i we okay i didn't expect the 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 harden durant irving thing to to get a championship that i didn't expect that cheerio to make to get a championship at all um but I almost feel like they had a better shot because <laughs> that's a guy that's actually playing, right? Like, mm-hmm. I don't, I don't you know. What's know. funny? I think addition by subtraction. There was a real issue with Harden and Kyrie and the ball handling, right? Right, even, right, right. Even though they right. barely got to play together, yeah. Um, that was a real sort of chemistry issue. Um, and when you have a player like KD who also has a high ISO rate, mm-hmm. the ball's getting stopped on every side of the court with that trio. So in a way, I feel like adding Dr- um, Drummond and adding a di- um, Seth Curry, mm-hmm. those are big pieces to sort of they are. open up um, those two primary ball handlers to actually be better and yeah. play better. Yeah. Um, but yeah, man, it's questionable. And, and when you look at it like that, when you look at it almost like they invested in him as a six man, when you have a six man that has that much potential, I mean, you can't really hate on that. Like you, you, can't. you can't really hate on that. You can't. And I don't, I don't think that this trade works out for them this year anyway. Right. Mm-hmm. But this trade was never for this year. This, it was never for this Let's season. Make that clear. Yeah, yeah. It was never for this season, but I almost feel like Truth be told, we're gonna look back on this on this trade and say Philly won the trade, 100%. like hands down, hands down. Because I don't I don't know that uh, uh, that Ben. I don't know what's going on with him. <laughs> I 
I don't get I don't get what the issue is because now he's 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 going to Philly uh, uh, for for the game uh, Thursday, but he's not playing, sitting on the bench, right? Uh, it just came out that he that they're expecting him to file a complaint against the the, the, the Sixers, which I don't know why. Like, what that's about? Like, what would that what would that do anyway? Um, I get the addition by sub- subtraction thing, but it's almost like like another subtraction by adding Ben, because I, I don't now the Seth and Drummond move. Those two moves, I, those those two pieces, I think is are, are spectacular to add to your team. I don't, I don't know that 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 Simmons was was needed for them to succeed. You see what I'm saying? Like I, long term, long term, I don't know. I don't know. I think I think him being traded has more to do with the Sixers than the Nets. Like I feel like yeah, if they could have found a third team, I could imagine a scenario where he would have went somewhere else. And they would have got the pieces that they got. I agree. I, I think when you look at any draft, any draft class, it's not about the player you're getting. It's about the potential. Mm-hmm. And, and that's ultimately what I think is the justifying factor of that move. Where yeah, even yeah. if it doesn't work out this season or even the next, if you got them on, on contract and you keep them, like that's, a, that's now a 24, uh, 25, 26 year old player. Mm. Three years down the road, mm. that's supposed to be good. Yeah, but you're not gonna have KD or Irving there, and and you don't have to. But can, can like, let me be clear about that. You don't have to have him. You don't and be good. You don't. But can you realistically see a a team succeeding with Ben acting like this? I'm not talking about the player. The player, yes, I understand. You build around that type of player. You built that and, and you're fine, <laughs> but it's not just the player we're talking about. We're talking about the, the, the man with the mindset, the, the, with the sure. issues that, 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 that he's the sensitivity that he has. I don't know that you can build around him. Like, I don't know if he can actually be your focal point. If he's a third option. Cool. But I don't like with this going on, I don't know that you can, and I'm I'm likely I can I can say it most likely I could be wrong on that one. I'm fine with that. Yeah. But as as it looks right now, with the, everything that's been going on with him for the last year and a half, I, uh, and let me put it to you this way: the Sixers were a perennial playoff team with Ben Simmons as your second option. Yes. So having him as your third option, yes. not a bad place to be. But no, I get place. entirely what you mean, though. Like. The same way I speak about potential is the same way you could say the reality of what's been happening the last two seasons. Stay mm-hmm. the fuck away from this guy. Yeah. And I agree with that too. Like I, I get all sides of it. I just really feel like long-term, this is not the last we're going to hear of Ben Simmons. Like I really feel it's like not. there's going to be a couple all-star games in his future. And I, I firmly believe that. I think he's that kind of player, but like you said, we can never predict these things. Hell Shabazz Mohammed who is also in the news this week for having a, a terrible um, missed dunk attempt while yeah. also scoring 34 points in the game. Listen, yeah, 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 yeah. Former NBA players could ball. Don't get that yes. mistaken for, for y- all <laughs> y'all wannabe hoopers at home. But yeah. he got picked before Giannis, and, and everyone points to that as sort of the, yeah, yeah, yeah. 
how the how did that happen? Well, so there's so many Lennon. different factors, exactly. And he's buzzer beater for the for the Pistons the other day. <laughs> oh man, um, I I think it's gonna be really cool to look back at that trade more so than yeah. trades like um, where it's evident where you're like, yeah, of course uh, the Rockets won by getting James Harden. Mm-hmm. Well. With this one, it's going to be really hard to tell which way this goes. And it really depends on Ben Simmons and how well he does and whether or not he sticks around in Brooklyn. All these things are to be determined, which is exciting. It is. It is. But again, I don't see KD or Kyrie sticking around. Yep. I hate. I don't see it, man. (laughs) I hate that shit. Like, I really hate that now it's just assumed. Like, no one's going to stay where they are. And you know what's funny about this shit, which I've been thinking about lately? Mm -hmm. This has been the landscape of the league for probably like seven years now. But Mm -hmm. the funniest part about it is the Knicks still never got good. Like all the time where every, the whole center is on, everyone can find their own path and and go where the money is. And the Knicks have still been absolute garbage. It's hilarious to me. I'm sorry, Jonathan. I had to do it. I had to do it. Well, I tease him all the time anyway. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. I got I got laughed at for for the Celtics giving up Kimball Walker and Evan Fournier. And that's looking terrible I, right now. I tried Whoever telling said them, that. I tried telling everyone like like, like guys, Have come you on. I've been watching. Like, yeah. <laughs> we went as far as we could with like we got the most we could out of both players. That was it. What you saw that we got, that was it. I don't know how y'all expect them to go any further than that. And oh. there you go. Kimba is on the outside. Fournier used to have a man bun, bro. He out here like me yeah. now. You think you think you think this shit like y'all y'all got every last drop out of that? He's yeah, gone. Sure. He's he's yeah yeah. So which again that that whole Kimba Walker thing we didn't even discuss that last week. But I almost feel like it's not his season is not up. I know they said they're gonna sit him out for the rest of the season, but Derrick Rose being out with you know whatever his surgery was, I I don't see how they don't play him again this season. Um. Just because they need a warm body, literally. Need someone there. You just need a human being there. And, like, you're not going <laughs> to. I'm so glad the Knicks tr- are trash. Like, I'm so happy. Because everyone mean. last year was like, if we hear now, imagine next season, we're going to be at least top three, at least. I'm like, bro, get yeah. the fuck. Yeah, I got to chill out, man. <laughs> My whole life, I've dealt with delusional Nick fans. And yeah. now it's, I just like the tears. Just give me all the tears. Ah, I'll drink sweet. them delightfully. Sweet. Yeah. It, it, I, I love nothing more than Lakers So real tears quick. And Nick's tears. <laughs> I'm going to give you the scenarios. And I'm just going to yeah. have you pick our playoff teams right now. If the season ended right now. Yeah. Our games were the Raptors against the Hawks. And the Hornets against the Nets. Let's pick them one game at a time. Raptors, Ooh. Hawks. Who you got in that one? I'm going. I'm, I'm one going game. Raptors. Remember, this is one game. Think. Yeah, I'm going Raptors too. They're good, Raptors. man. Yeah. Scotty, uh, Scotty Barnes. Let me make sure yeah. I'm getting that yeah. correct. Yeah. That guy could ball. Like yeah. it's very yeah. rare in the NBA today. And I, I, this is gonna be super random and kind of like AO. Hey, oh, that's that's a little sus that you're noticing this, but 
it's very rare to have tattoo list players in the NBA. <laughs> and he's on my all tattoo list team because that dude is everywhere. Like yeah, everywhere yeah. on the court. He is there <laughs> with the fucking socks pulled up to his knees. Yeah. And and yeah. he's and he's doing something to make an impact. So he's a dog. He's a dog. And that and that that's that's those kinds of kind of guys you want on your team. So yeah, man. Yeah. And then guys like Achua. They got a sneaky good team. They do in Toronto. A lot they of people do. sleep on them. They do, and it's tough because you you look at that series and you like you think the Hawks have the talent to win one game, but I don't trust the them either. The I don't trust them either. Yeah. yeah. All right. So we both got the Raptors in that one. So Raptors are now the seventh seed. Hornets Nets. Who are you picking in that one, bro? I'm going Hornets. Nah, you can't. You I, no, can't I'm going. Like that, I'm going. Bro. I'm going Hornets. I'm going Hornets. Okay. If, we're t- if we're talking about like how the trajectory of these when teams you... are right now, yeah. That, but that's what I'm basing it on the trajectory of where these teams are right now. Uh, I think one thing, one aspect for uh, Charlotte that's not been talked about a lot is they got Isaiah Thomas. He's on a ten day contract. I think it makes sense that they they sign him for the rest of the year. I don't know if they're going to, but if you're talking about right now. That, that that team has more <laughs> more like they just have more I, I i get Kyrie and kd i get it but it sounds blasphemous to say hornets over the nets yeah. just on paper right but you look at how these teams have been playing lately if, if i'm not mistaken the hornets have actually been undefeated since they got Isaiah Thomas. The Nets have lost how many games in the last two, three weeks? Three, they're three and seven in their last ten, and they lost four straight. I mean, just, Hornets ain't much better. They're four they're not and much six, better. They, yeah, they yeah, won yeah. their last two. Yeah. I'm just talking about the trajectory of these For two sure. teams For right sure. now. Uh, you don't have Ben Simmons, so we're not talking about having like this tremendous depth on your on your bench, right? Mm-hmm. The Hornets have a little more depth. Uh, one game right now, I'm taking the Hornets. I respect that. I respect that. I fucked up. Let me let me be clear about this because when I was thinking about the the question being posed, I always mm-hmm. assumed that it was a couple weeks, uh, two months down the line. To be clear, yeah, we're talking yeah, about man. today. I think I agree yeah. with you. I definitely am yeah. picking the Hornets. So I, I posed that question poor, poorly. No, no, um, I got you, man. I over time, I, I would imagine that if that's the matchup we get, that the Nets are going to win. Yeah. Like, I yeah, can't, yeah, yeah. especially yeah. because of the playoff acumen of certain players Katie on that is team. Not, Katie is not allowing that to, to go down. Yeah, man. He'll put on lotion for that. So, <laughs> like, there's no way that happens. So, I, I, no upsets for me in this one. I think I would still pick the Nets, but I like your pick, dude. I like your pick. Yeah. yeah. Western because Conference. Sorry. We're talking about right. I'm just saying because we're talking about right now. That's that's Amen. it. That's it makes it. sense. It makes yeah. sense. Next up, Timberwolves, Pelicans. Easiest one, right? Out of all of them. Yeah, 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 yeah. We're going. I'm going with the Wolves for sure. Fucking Pelicans got 27 wins, bro. I want to throw up in my mouth. How are they in the playing tournament with 27 wins? Because the, the Trailblazers have 25. <laughs> legit. Legit. That's a travesty. It. That's it. And then the, my favorite 
Clippers yeah. versus Lakers. My yeah. favorite. Yeah. You I'm going with the Clippers. This. I'm going no. with the Clippers. LA's winning this one. <laughs> I hate you. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man, the Clippers are winning this. I think if I, if I remember correctly, I think they've won like out of like seven, the last seven meetings, they've won mm-hmm. all those meetings against the Lakers. Um, this is the this is the time for the Clippers fans to rejoice over the Lakers fans. Yeah, man. The Lakers don't don't. Have you ever met a Clippers fan? No. I really gotta ask you. I no. I I've met one, and he was a Chris Paul fan. So okay, that so doesn't count. Yeah, yeah, it don't yeah. count. Yeah, yeah exactly. Count. Yeah, yeah. I actually uh, uh uh bumped into a Bucks fan for the first time last uh spring. And I didn't even know they existed. So. Yeah, I don't. I yeah, I don't. I don't know a Clippers fan, but um, <laughs> but uh, yeah, the Lakers. The Lakers are in a bad uh, a shape. Like I told you, I think a couple of weeks ago, um, the only reason why they won a championship is because of the bubble. That's that's the only reason why. And I know people hate me saying that they are not winning that championship without that bubble. They better thank God COVID hit because there's no other way they won that championship that year. There's no other way. Not not at the pace where they were. Uh, where they were going when everything hit there's no and way i was on the opposite end i always was like you know the cream rises to the top they could have found their way no nah, yeah you're right no nah, it's age time man. told that story yeah when you when you have all this all, like you have these uh older players on your team when you have older players and the on your oldest team, young player in the league let me yeah, yeah 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 <laughs> in anthony davis yeah yeah I, like that, that that's what i don't understand i that bubble helped them out tremendously because when you have all those old guys on your team and, and they have that long of a break, that was like, what, a five-month break, I think, four or five-month break. They're all able to get rested up. That's when the experience kicks in. That's when they're able to take over. I mean, it, look, cool. It worked. It worked. It worked. But it was no way in. There, there was no – they had no chance in hell of, not, of being able to repeat that with that roster or being able to do the exact same thing with this roster. There's no way. There's no way. Which is There's why no we way. hated when LeBron was like, we got we got to get a parade over here for what I, we've cause, done. Cause <laughs> what? For what? Like, it make, we have a new champion already. Like, there's <laughs> your your window for that, like, was is closed long ago. So I, the Lakers have a lot of stuff that they need to do. They, they're not going to be able to, though. There's not enough time. There's not. I'm, bro, I'm talking about after this year, they don't have any. This it's gonna be a time. long time before the Lakers are able to get back into relevancy and actually competing for championships year after year after year. It's gonna be a while before they're able to do that. Yeah, like, especially with all the writing that's on the wall at the moment. Yeah, yeah. Anthony, you know Davis. what's funny though? I really feel like, <laughs> like the the Cavaliers did. I think once LeBron leaves, they keep AD. Like they really could be good, like quickly after he leaves. Bro, I really believe that. I don't, I don't think that. And I'm going to tell you why. I, it, this might sound blasphemous as well. I, I think we've seen peak AD already, bro. I can't. I can't sign off on that. Health. I respect Health. That. Health. Health. Look at Embiid. Look at Embiid. Bro. I, get, I don't know. I get Embiid, but Embiid came into the league like that, right? He had just started playing basketball like what two or three years prior to his draft year like he had just started playing basketball i think that's i think that's the biggest part of the reason why he's able to sustain right now 
AD, it's like every time he gets he 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 gets over an injury, five six games, he's injured again. And it's not the same one. And it's not the same it's, one. It's a different it's, one each time. It's something else. And I'm I don't want anyone to think I'm making fun of him. I I don't I don't celebrate injuries at all to whoever we're talking about, right? But it's just like what like what you're seeing. AD cannot be the guy you build around. He can't be just because of health. There's no way on any team he ends up on, he's less than a second option. So you are building around AD. Bro, he better be your third option. He better be your third option. I can't imagine that. What team would he be the third option on right now? The Celtics. That's a good... I hate you for that. The Sixers. (laughs) (laughs) Who else? But realistically, that's not possible, you know? I get what you mean, though. Even the Clippers. If you're talking about the Clippers, right? You get you get Kawhi and Paul George back. He'd be a third option on that team. I, like, I, there's not many guys who's a third who's not a third option with those two guys, though. Whatever. Yeah, right, right. But I mean, it, it's. I mean, I can't talk shit. I asked a question. You gave me three. You gave me three teams. So I respect <laughs> it. You got it. But for me, it's like. I especially I think it's a lot of um, recency bias that's making you feel this way. And I respect yeah, he's that recently been hurt a lot. Exactly. But pe- we've seen people Last get over two, patches like this. This has been yeah. what, two, two or three years, right? It's been three where, years. Yeah. Where it's injury, 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 injury constantly over and over and over and over again. Yep. Again, the bubble helped him. For sure. If you remember before the he bubble was injured, yep. he was hurt. So, yes, this is a little bit recency bias because recently, for the last couple of years, he has been hurt yeah. a lot, a lot. Now, if he was able to figure out somehow, some way to, to, to rejuvenate his body to where this wasn't happening all the time, I, I, would, I would feel differently for sure because the talent is still there. I'm just saying in terms of like this guy being able to lead your team night in night out being able to meet that expectation being able to that's not there that's that's that that's gone that's gone but let's be clear about one thing he's 27 years old yes yes he is not he's not in his prime yet he can still go but i I, I I don't i don't know how you you i think his ability to play will still be there but at that level, is that really level is not. Yeah. That, and that's what I'm saying. You can't be the number one option if you don't have mm-hmm. that level of dominance. If he's your number one option hurt this much, it's almost like what we're seeing with, with Zion Williamson, right? He's dominant when he's out there on the floor, but how long is he on the floor for? Just so funny, given that the Pelicans ties. Yeah. Yeah. But it, it's, it's just weird. Also another team that he would be a third option on the Suns. The Warriors, he'd probably be a fourth option right now. Which is not a bad There's thing. There's no way he ends up in that scenario. But it's not, I agree. But but I'm saying, like, if you're talking about if you're just looking at teams, don't think about cap space and all that stuff. If you're talking about where where that would happen right now, mm-hmm. <laughs> any of those teams I named, 
I could name a lot more teams where he would be a number one or two than than, oh, for than sure. he would be a three or four. Yeah, but I, yes. I get what you mean. Yes, but those are teams that are not competing. The Kings. I mean, ask the Knicks. Ask Knicks fans. They competing. <laughs> ask yeah. Knicks fans. <laughs> they believe. Nah, I, I feel you though. But even agree. Brooklyn. Even yep. Brooklyn. He's not the first option on your team. Yep, or the second. Yeah, man. So yeah, I, like AD, I, if he's not able to get back to where he was physically, where he wasn't getting injured like this all the time, that's a different conversation. For sure, it's a different conversation. But he's not. He, I I don't see that happening. When you have those many, that that many injuries pile up in that short period of time, this come on, come yeah, on. Man. I don't I don't see that being able to be something you get over. And and again, Embiid Embiid his stuff happened at the beginning of, this, of, of his career when he had just started playing basketball. This is still the beginning of AD's career, though. I mean, he came into, the, when he was in college, when he was recruited, let's not make, I think this is huge. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. this is a big part about it because a lot of this gets discounted. When mm-hmm. he was recruited into college, it was not as a forward, it was as a guard. Oh, yeah, he yeah, grew. Yeah. He had yeah. that big growth spurt. Yeah. And that changed, that changes a lot. And it makes sense when you think of the injury issues. Mm-hmm. He's not used to playing with that frame or playing that play style. Yeah, That's yeah. not something he grew up with either. Yeah. So I think their their careers are very um interesting to sort of put pit against each other because of that. Yeah. Um I think another another guy that I would say time will tell much more. Um, mm-hmm. I just feel like there's if it ends up like you're saying, I think that'll be one of the more tragic sort of career changes that we've witnessed in the past Look, couple of years. Don't get me wrong. I still think he's going to be able to play very well. No, I know. Because he's sure. got handles. He can shoot. <laughs> he's going to be able to do it, but. He was being it, talked about as top five. Though. Right. Like that's, that's the, right. that's the, that, that I think is over. The banging in the paint, he can't do that. Not night in, night out. He can't do that. I he think never he, could do that. He never could. But you're talking about now, like if you're the number one option, right? You'd have to do that. And he's not going to be able to do that. Otherwise, he's going to be out like he is right now. <laughs> exactly. <yep. laughs> so, you know, I, I don't, I hate saying, you know, trying to, you know, go along the whole doom and gloom type of thing, but I don't see how his career. Uh, 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 lasts with him as a number one option. Two or three, I, I think that's more of his spot. I think that's gotcha. more of his spot. Yeah. And I could agree with that 100%. So I think before we move on, it's only appropriate since we're already in the land of um, broken dreams that, that we talk <laughs> that we talk about the situation going on with Russell Westbrook right now. So yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. Um, I saw a post recently from mm. I believe is Westbrook's wife, yes. Uh, where she made it very clear, like I don't give a fuck what any I think about what you think you should be able to tell someone. Mm. Um, I'm getting death threats, mm. and this is a fucking game. Like yeah. let's let's make that all clear. Yeah. I can never understand the fickle nature of fans. I'm an OKC fan, bro. Mm. I I've been through it all. Like yeah. I, I don't understand. Yeah how you could be so fickle, not even just to, to boo somebody. Like it's okay to boo people. I think sometimes those guys need that for real mm-hmm. to sort of mm-hmm. help change their trajectory, mm-hmm. but to go out, I mean, 
don't get me wrong. There's going to be hate anywhere you go. That's just the way people are. Yeah. They, they see someone that's living 10 times better than they ever could imagine living. Of yeah. course, they're going to, they're going to easily be willing to talk that shit, mm-hmm. but just the level of uh, what's the word venom from these people and the hate that he gets. I hate to see it as an OKC fan because with Russ, you knew from the get when he was on that sort of top 20 player list, even then we knew that you got to take the bad with the good. Like this is not a player yes. that is a PE, uh, PER machine. He's not a efficient um, sort of aficionado where you know he's going to get this amount of, no, it's mm-hmm. very volatile. Mm-hmm. But when you get the high end of it, which he's still shown some flashes of, let's be clear, flashes. Yes. Um, when you get the high end of it, everyone loves Russ. Like, mm-hmm. And there's a lot of things about Russ's game that I think even the highest level of players lack on a night-to-night basis. Just the fire, the willingness. That motor. Exactly. Yeah. And don't get me wrong. I've seen more fucking mid-range bricks than any of those LA fans have ever thought about while being on the same team as a prolific scorer like KD. And even then, I fucking love Russ. I still love Russ to this day. Because, man, like, he's dynamite. Like, there's not a lot of players in this league that are dynamite. Yeah. And to hear that he's getting those kind of disgusting remarks thrown at him and people heckling him almost on a nightly basis. Fans of the team. Grow up. We're not talking about traveling, going to other places. This is in L.A. At home. Yeah. 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 I mean – LA has always had problems with their home crowds. Let's make that yeah, clear. Yeah. Um, but to that level, it's it's disgusting, man. It's weird. I don't see, he's definitely not staying <laughs> next year. I don't There's blame no him. Way Go to the Clippers, staying. bro. I I'll be to be petty, sure, but I I don't even I don't even know if that would even work for him. Yeah, fit wise for sure. Yeah, I don't know what wise, team works for him right now, which is either. even sad to think about. I don't either. Um yeah, I don't know. Get him back on the Wizards or something. Because it, it's almost too little too late to bring him back to OKC. <clears throat> yeah, for sure. So I don't know. I could see them doing that, though. Like, almost like a farewell kind of want to bring him out. I, I just, I I don't know. It almost it almost makes sense to just wait for the, the Sonics to come back and <laughs> <laughs> let him get drafted. Oh, man. Expansion team. I, I don't know where he would go. That makes sense right now. There's yeah, me no no team that I, I can think of that needs a that guard, wants him, wants him yep. or needs him. There's no yeah. need for him, and and that's weird. The to Knicks say will take him. Knicks oh, the Knicks will Knicks will take. Um, look, <laughs> if Santa you, if Santa Claus played, <laughs> yeah, all right, they would. <laughs> but if, if With Santa, the Tims. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's so New York. <laughs> but yeah, anyone that can play, uh, that's got a name. It's really just the name. The Knicks are going to go for it, you know. Yeah. Um, that's why. But that's also why I didn't understand why you would, why the LA would even go for Westbrook. Think about it. You had Demar Derozan right there. Better fit. Dude. Same storyline too. Yep. Better. Much well, better. I mean, that's easier to say now than it no, was at the beginning. It of the made season. sense back then too. It made because- sense then, but not as much sense as it makes now. Let's mm-hmm. let's make that clear. Mainly because I'm. I was thinking more so of like ball control we're not looking at mm-hmm. westbrook to be a six man if he was a six man that makes sense we're not you're not you're not looking to get him 
to have him come off the bench. You're looking to get him to start with LeBron and AD. That made no sense. Yeah. That like just from off rip, that made no sense to me. I didn't think it was going to end up like this. Especially when they had Rondo too. We had Rondo. It was so weird. Yeah. I, it none of it made sense. It just not, nothing. No, none of the pieces fit. It was just star searching. It's, That's it's it like it's like trying to put the All Star team together to actually go play a, a real game. Good luck. <laughs> and and this is an old All Star All Star All Star team. This is not like a current All Star team. Yeah, for it's sure. Just, it's just like. Through, when you look back through through the time and saying like this is an all star team, oh, all these names, all these champions, all these all these Hall of Famers, yeah, cool, cool. It doesn't work. Yeah, it doesn't Especially work. Especially when those guys are are walking towards the retirement home. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. So I don't know what I, I, I wish nothing but the best for Westbrook and his family, but I don't I don't I don't know. I mean, he's not gonna his career isn't over. But I don't and know. If you get caught goes. doing that shit, like yeah. I don't care if it's oh I'm a home fan. If you get caught doing that shit, you should be blacklisted across the NBA. Like you, you shouldn't should be allowed be. to go any it's, game. It's, it's like what was happening with uh, Utah, right? Like there yep. was there was team. But I mean those, that was and that, that was, was Westbrook too. That yeah it was. Why does that everyone hate Westbrook? Westbrook, bro? What the hell, man? Fucking hell, man. That's I why I fucking love Westbrook, bro. Exactly. I feel bad for the guy. I feel bad for him. Because that, that doesn't make any sense. And, and the biggest haters that he has, and, and I hate to say this because l- look at me, but the biggest haters that he has are the keyboard warriors, are the people that never played in a college game in their yeah. life because yeah. they can't comprehend the level of what makes him special, the level mm-hmm. of athlete that he is. Yeah. Even yeah. as he's having issues on the court, those yeah. things haven't changed. Yeah. He still has that same explosion. Yeah. So it's, yeah, he, he doesn't deserve half the flack he gets. Yeah. But at the same time, something needs to be done about that culture. Because at the end of the day, you can say whatever you want about you being competitive. You want to win. Do you think he doesn't want to win? Do you think he's out there doing shit that suggests he doesn't want to win? Is he, is he pulling up from Curry range? No. If anything, honest. he's fighting for rebounds more than your fucking centers are. For so, sure. For sure. Respect the man, you know? But I, I think if he were to go ahead and transform his game into a sixth-man role, oh, he, any anywhere, anywhere, 100%. anybody could use him. But if, if, if he's not going to transform his game into sixth-man role, the options are, like, I don't know where you go. But that's where the intangibles meet up with the personality. Right. Because I think he'll get that's there. where his issues with KD started. Yeah. He yeah. even with KD on his team. Yeah. He's like, I'm the first fucking option. Yeah. So imagine trying to train him to be a, a six man now. Like that's that's out of the cards. And and it's weird. But I think he'll get there though. I think he'll get there because if you're talking about a guy that just loves the game, right? Like I mm-hmm. I don't look at Westbrook. Uh, uh, as a guy that that's that's selfish or doesn't care about uh, uh winning, I think I think he cares about winning. I think he thinks he's the number one option, and it takes guys a while to to not be you know not be in that space mentally. Like you saw how long it took Melo to to get to that point where it was like because you saw the last couple of years in New York was just like bro. <laughs> Come on get him now. out the league. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And then he was struggling to get back in. And once he got back in, it was like, okay, 
know my place. And he, exactly. he did well in Houston. He did well in, in, in OKC. Um, did well in Portland. And then... Found a spot, yeah. Yeah, so I, I think if he's able to, to, to adjust his game like that, it's going to take a while, though. That's a transitional phase or a transitional period in a player's uh, uh, career where they got to take that back seat. Because look at LeBron. He hasn't. He hasn't But he's a yet. different kind of player. But, I, but, but one could argue, does he need to be your number one option? Because At this think, stage of his career, think, no. Because think about this. If AD was able to stay healthy, LeBron would have to be the second option. I don't LeBron, think he would, though. In actuality, would he really be? He should I don't be. think so. He should I don't be. think so. He should be. On a team with D. Wade and Chris Bosh, he was still the first option. No, no, but I'm talking about right now, though. In this, I, I at it. this stage of his career, if AD were able to stay healthy, AD would have to be the first option because there were times where LeBron was just like deferring to him, yep. right? He did, he, somewhat to, take, yeah. he did somewhat take a back seat for a little second, but then I was like, no, I got to be the number one. So, and he did, he did he, he's doing it out of necessity, right? But if, if you put LeBron on, let's say what, put him on the Clippers, put him on, put him, put him on the Celtics, put him on the Heat, the Nets, the yeah. Nets. He's not the number one option at all. But it, but it's not, and, and this is going to sound weird because I think these are two very different things, but they come off as the same thing. Mm-hmm. I think he still will be that primary, we got two minutes left and we need someone to do something. Yeah, yeah, I think yeah, no yeah. matter what, yeah. he's that guy. But that's on any he's team he's to, on. That's because, because that's who he wants to, to be. Well, like, I, I, that's also because he's able to do other things in his game. Like Westbrook is not able to do what what LeBron does, yeah, right? Nobody is. Yeah, uh, yeah. But I'm saying like at yeah, no one at is at this stage of his career. Yeah. But 100%. you're talking about someone that that you're looking at not the number one option anymore. If LeBron is on your team, yeah, second or third option, and he's able to close a game. Oh, for sure, you would want that. Carmelo did that a little bit in Portland, right? Like yep. he was able to kind of like finish out some games, but they weren't leaning on him to do it. Exactly. You know, it wasn't a need. It wasn't a need. Um, so that's why I think I think it's is interesting, but both these guys are looking at that point in their careers right now. For sure. You know what I'm saying? And and where and, they're both pointing at each other to do yeah, almost like a what they need to do. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. yeah. It's funny though, because for all the shit we talk about the Lakers, I feel like we really do find a way to talk about them every week. Yeah, <laughs> I think it's yeah, important yeah. that we recognize yeah. that because I think Regardless of where he's going to be, LeBron is such a polarizing figure. Mm-hmm. And I think <laughs> we've been having the, the regression talks about LeBron going back like six years now. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. So it, it's just a wild landscape. Interesting to see how all this plays out. Um, but I'm just so glad that the Lakers are shit. I, it just means something to me. Just As a Celtics fan, I'm loving this. As a basketball fan, I want to see the Lakers. I disagree with that. I want to see teams that do it the right way. Get well, yeah, me, yeah, me too, me too, me too. But I'm saying historically, because I want to see the Celtics Lakers in the finals again. I've been wanting to see that for 12 years. Okay. 
like I'm sorry, eleven because like twelve years ago we did see it, but I I want to see it again. Historically, I want to see that battle happen, and it looked like it was close to happening. That's not happening. The Lakers are just they're 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 done. They're done. And and as a Celtics fan, <laughs> we're gonna get another championship. We're gonna get another championship before the Lakers even decide to start competing again. There's a lot of people that want to clip you saying that right now. I'm just saying that's fine with me. Yeah, Jason Tatum <laughs> and Jalen Brown. I mean, why should I not be confident about that? <laughs> I mean, I don't think respectfully, I don't think you got any reason to think y'all are a season or two away from winning a title. I, I think this I think the window is I think we're like the op- the window has just started to open. It's coming, but it's not here yet. I th- it's I not think, here. I, th- yet. I think they've approached where the window is starting to open. I'm I, interested to see at 24 years old. He's I didn't doing say it was extreme, open. No, I know. Listen, listen. I say he's doing <laughs> extremely well. But when it comes to the next couple of years, I think the biggest thing to take note of is not those two guys. It's everything around them and how they're able to make that work. Um, so I'm really interested exactly. to see what happens in Beantown. Uh, yeah. But let's move on because we'll yes, be sir. here all night with this. Yes, sir. We will be here all night with this. Yes, sir. So MMA talk, baby. We had a big event this past weekend. And I just want to say I went 4-1 on my picks. I went 4-1 and, one, I, and I, I made was, some money. I knew I was bad. Man. I made some good money. I could have made more. I fucked up. Where? Dude, I fucked up. I could have made even more money. So so this is where I messed up. I made big, I, I hit big on some parlays. So I, I made a couple parlays. Um, RDA, Kobe, uh, mm-hmm. Kobe, um, Spivak. Those mm-hmm. are two separate parlays. Mm-hmm. Hit beautifully for me. Yeah. Now, where I fucked up was I put the Cowboy Oliveira underdog shot in that one of those parlays. So I messed oh. up on that. Okay. Okay. And then the second way I messed up, and this was the the key right here. So once the Oliveira play went out, uh, I took a little hit, you know? So I'm looking mm-hmm. at my betting slip. Mm-hmm. I'm like, you know what? You know what would really put it over the top? Because I started getting nervous. I started I started thinking about what you were telling me. Oh, no. And all of my parlays, all of my parlays required Kobe to win. Okay. So right before the main event, I pulled the good old, why don't I just hedge? Oh, no. Why don't I just hedge? No. And I fucked up my whole night. So I ended up putting like, I think it was like $20 on whoever wins, which was a good bet. Mm-hmm. Whoever wins, Colby or Masvidal, to win by KO, KO or by submission. And that obviously didn't play out. Yeah. There was a couple moments in the fight where I was flipping out. But let's talk about this main event from your perspective. What do you have to say about this one? So I knew Masvidal was going to lose when I saw Drake bet on him. Oh, man. The fucking I, Drake curse. I saw that, like, it was, like, a couple of hours before before uh, the fight. I was like, yeah, that's over. <laughs> There's no way that he's gonna win now, um, but there was a there was a point in the third round, I think, third or fourth round, where he caught Kobe with a nice right and a perfect right hook, dropped him, and and didn't he didn't he didn't pounce? I was so confused by that because that would have he could have won the fight in that moment. Forget everything else that happened prior to that. <laughs> that was your moment to win. And that that was where I was kind of, I was so puzzled because 
why would you pull up? Exactly. Why would you pull up? All you had to do was just 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 jump and 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 get it and and he had it. Kobe never hit the ground though. Like let me let me make he, that yes, clear. Yes. He yes, never hit the yes, ground. Like yes. he did that heroin he addict in New York City shit <laughs> where he he hit the ground but he never touched it. You know what I'm yeah, saying? Yeah, he he yeah. popped right back up. Um so yeah, yeah. it was a tough But he was, was still spot. he was still like wobbly. That was his moment and he just sure. let him he let him get Cover. I don't get that. I I don't get that. Kobe dominated that fight though, man. He dominated that. Outside of that one shot, he dominated that fight, and and uh, it was very intriguing. He has a great gas tank, but I I I I'm puzzled by Mazadal, man. I I don't I don't get that because you if you've trained against this guy for so long, you should know wrestling is the the element you need to need to hone in on, and and I agree with you on that. And let, let me make something clear. I, I think since day one, Masvidal had had issues with grapplers. Mm-hmm. But what, where I think we really saw the change and the shift in these past couple of years, mm. I think he's getting old right you in front of it. us. You can see and, it. And I yeah. think the biggest part about it that we see is it's not just like, it's not like he just decides I want to wrestle with Kobe because that you could tell that's not what he wanted to do. Yeah. It was just a matter of, he couldn't get himself. Like there wasn't enough urgency to get himself out of those positions mm-hmm. before they became an issue. Yeah. And, and when you're a beat slow on that, yeah. um, you're, and you're working from behind when they're already in a dominant position, you're fucked. Yeah. And that's yeah. more tiring in my opinion and yeah. of course, in my opinion, it's more tiring to do that and to try to work from behind than it is mm-hmm. to get out of the way and do everything you have you have to mm-hmm. get out of the way and then have a second to to breathe. Then yeah. it is then to just allow these things to pile on. Um, I think the key though about why, because you're asking, you know, why he didn't jump on it. I really feel like he knew at that point in the fight that if he rushed in and got reactive takedown in that moment, that the fight was over. Like mm-hmm. he knew that. So he tried to keep him at distance instead of closing the distance, um, which is something that we saw Nate Diaz do against Leon Edwards as well. Yeah. Very similar situations yeah. Yeah. where the they were being kicks. dominated. That's the true. Kicks in that but moment. Those kicks get caught. Like, I know. I know. It, but when, when you have, we you have your opponent days though, is, is because, I agree. I there was a lag time with him between the brain and, and the activity. And, and that's what you, I agree. I saw, I saw the exact same thing you saw. I think probably like around round two. After round two. Yep. After round two. Round two. It was when it was like, oh, he's slow. <laughs> he's just slow. And, and, but that's why I was confused by him not going oh, because when, when you have your opponent dazed, oh, cool. Head kick. A couple strikes, like activity. He just stood there. <laughs> he didn't do anything, and that's what was confusing to me. Um, I think one thing that wasn't discussed, uh, even with the with the the broadcast. Round one, the eye poke. I think the eye poke got him, and, and, and like if that was at least called, uh, he would have had time to recover because he he started arguing with the ref for not calling that and as Kobe, he's being pressed yeah. and Kobe's pressing like 
why like i get it but find another time to argue the eye poke don't argue the eye poke when when you're when you're getting attacked though so that there's a couple of things that he did in that fight that was just so puzzling that didn't make any sense to me. But I think I think when we saw the the Usman knockout, to me that was when it was like it was apparent that he was getting older. But it it this is this is glaring that he's older. Dude, I, it, I feel like a couple of years ago this matchup is one. Like yeah. there's there's yeah. no way this matchup yeah. ends up the way it goes real quick. Yeah. So thank you for mentioning this because I f- completely forgot that I wanted to talk to you about this, mm-hmm. but I firmly agree with this. So there's a, a podcast that I listen to called the Co-Main Event Podcast, mm-hmm. and one of the things that they literally coined on their own is they say Dundaso is the fighting, <laughs> the, the the complete MMA fighting art, and what mm-hmm. that means mm-hmm. is the act of cheating. Yes. And and what I find fascinating about their sort of discourse about this is like they always say this. And every time now when I'm watching fights, it's at the forefront of my mind and it's fucking true. Mm -hmm. No matter what the it's it's okay to foul an MMA. Yes. You're going to get a warning. Yeah. But it doesn't matter because you could just choose another foul. Yeah. And if you and if you get if you foul in another way. Yeah, he'll just get another warning because he got the now, low, low. I think in round two or three. Exactly. So you put yeah. you kick him in the dick one round. You yeah. you get an eye poke in another round. Yeah. Grab the fence in another round, yeah. and somehow you don't get a point taken away. Yeah. That shit needs to change. Yeah. Like they need yeah. to have because they already say to the fighters, mm-hmm. "Your warning's in the back." This is yes. something they already tell them. Yes. And yet, it's a hard warning. What the yeah. fuck is the difference between a hard warning and a soft warning? I don't is know. If the next time they do a foul. Nothing happens. So there's three strikes. And the problem with that is they're like you're saying, they're not piled up. It's all individual. Any other sport, it doesn't matter if 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 you foul, you know, uh in in NBA, right? It doesn't matter if it's a um uh a technical foul, doesn't matter if it's personal foul, team foul. There's a penalty in place. They pile up. (laughs) They pile up. I, I agree with you on that. MMA needs to uh, 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 catch up with that uh, for sure because as soon as you get one, that, as soon as you get one warning, that's it. If you do another foul, yeah. you already know what's expected of you. Yeah, I've seen fights where dudes have gotten kicked in the balls three times. Yes, not and not had a point taken away. Yes. Like, what are we doing here? Yeah, well, what's the point of having rules if and we talk about this a, a couple of times on the show mm-hmm. if they're not going to be enforced mm-hmm. they're not a rule then and but, and that's clear in MMA culture nowadays yeah. there's no such thing as you know you're not supposed to do this if anything you're a better fighter if you do it because oh, yeah. you know your fighter. limitation yeah yeah kudos to the fighter for being able to do it for sure i don't like colby covington at all but for him to be able to take advantage of that that's that's strategic it's just that's just how you want to win a fight right and I found it so funny because he was the guy making so many complaints about Usman after their mm-hmm. first fight. Mm-hmm. And now this is, and you're mm-hmm. on the forefront of cheating, mm-hmm. um, which is hilarious. Um, one more to say is about that matchup. Like, I really hope that for now until the end of time, that Masvidal never fights a wrestler again. Like, I, yeah. I firmly believe that. Give yeah. him strikers only. I don't want to yeah. see him fight anyone that remotely wrestles. Like, yeah. that part of his career is over. Yeah, we're, we're done with that. We're done with that. Yeah. And I, I, I hate that this fight got fight of the night. 
because it, it that distracted from the co-main event so much. Mm-hmm. <laughs> the co-main event was to me because I didn't I didn't get to catch the prelims, mm-hmm. but the the fight of the night to me was the co-main event. Mm-hmm. So I we'll get into that right now. I personally thought the fight of the night was uh, Yan Xiaonan versus Marina Rodriguez. That fight was a fucking banger. Yeah, I love some women's MMA. Yeah. Um, highest level of, in my opinion, that fight should have been on the main card because that's literally a number one contender bout. Like whoever, okay. Okay. More, more than likely, um, Marina Rodriguez is going to be looking at a, a matchup with Rose soon. But so I stand as far as this co-main event, no, 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 no. You're good. You're 100% good. I'm saying they got snubbed. Um, mm-hmm. I feel like when it came to this co-main event, it was a fucking awesome fight. Let's start there. It was. There. It was. And, and the key to this is, and this is something we talked about in the lead-up, mm. I hated that this fight... So while we advocated for five-round fights, I hated that this fight specifically was a five-round fight because, yes. first of all, um, Hanato took it on short notice. That, that's mm. the first reason why, regardless of what you had it planned as, it should be a three-round fight now. Yes, yes. But two, and this was the biggest one, for the most part, if both guys are healthy, mm-hmm. we saw how this fight was going to go. Mm-hmm. Like, I think even on a, a regular camp, I think I think um, RDA dominates the way he did. Oh, for sure. Um, but I have a question for you, and I, I sincerely wonder how you feel about this. Do you think that RDA sort of took his foot off the gas in that fifth round? He did. Because of, of what, what was happening in that fight? Wholeheartedly. Because that fight should have been stopped in the third round. Mm-hmm. Yeah, <laughs> fourth round at most. Like that should not have yep. gone past the fourth round at all. They should that I I, the, the corner should have thrown the towel. The ref should have stopped the fight. The doctor should have stopped the fight. There was no way you could look that man and think Moicano was going to be able to actually continue that fight. He did. He did. <laughs> His testament and did damn but well. You're not amazing, but you're not protecting the fighter at that point. Like, I don't know where, where, where we're towing the line where we're saying we want to protect the fighters, but we're going to allow the fighters to continue, continue fighting when they clearly cannot win. They clearly cannot. There's no way. They, there's no way. There's no way. That, that just that made no sense. That third round, third to fourth round in between, no, like, that I, would, I would have stopped it. There was a point where RDA was just pummeling him, and I don't know how that fight was not stopped. Dude, I just want to say three things because this I'm going to get on a rant here, so bear with me. First one is RDA is a historically great fighter. Mm-hmm. Like, Let me make that clear mm-hmm. because Hinato Moicano is damn good. Yes. And, and a lot of people are going to forget about that because yes. of this performance. Yes, RDA is, is really a Hall of Famer. Like, This is a guy mm-hmm. that was a champion mm-hmm. at that weight class. Mm-hmm. And you saw when he landed that head kick, I thought the fight was over then crazy level of sort of yes. activity and output for a yes. guy that was also wrestling also yes. having dominant control that he yes. put himself in the top 10 of uh control time in ufc history yeah. that's a huge mark by the way yeah but i think it was like 60 takedowns too yeah in his, in his so career. exactly and it was, it's crazy yeah. crazy to think about yeah. historic historic level of fighter but what this is the second key and this is really important to talk about I think the problem with MMA is the reason why it's always been different from boxing is the, the shock factor, the, mm-hmm. the way that, that, that anything mm-hmm. can happen. And we've seen many different instances, and I encourage everyone 
who is watching this show right now to watch these two fights. Uh, Pat Berry versus Czech Congo. Mm-hmm. Oh, and, yes. um, and, and my personal favorite of these two, it's actually on my um, MMA archive logo. I don't know if you knew that. Um, Darren Elkins versus Mursad Bektic. This was a fight where hmm. Darren Elkins, and, and that's the guy screaming on my, okay. on my logo. Okay. Darren Elkins was being absolutely mauled for two rounds mm-hmm. on the ground, being taken down, elbowed. He had three different cuts on his face, mm-hmm. just being absolutely destroyed. And then in the third round, they, his team obviously willing him to do his best out there eventually finds a way to turn it around and knocks him out mm-hmm. in a way that if you were watching the second round, you're like, stop the fight. This is over. Like, there's no way he can win this. Mm-hmm. And that's exactly what happened. And I almost hate the fact that Hinato Moicano had success in the fifth because exactly. everyone, everyone that wants these things to happen are going to point to that and say, mm-hmm. but if they would have stopped it, he wouldn't have been able to have that success. Well, yeah. that's because... <laughs> First of all, how can you beat someone's ass for 20 minutes and not get tired doing it? Like everyone's saying like he was being some sort of humanitarian. I thought the opposite. I thought he was conserving his gas tank Mm -hmm. because after Mm -hmm. 20 minutes of dominating someone like that, Mm -hmm. you got it. Like that was a lot of output. Yeah. But the key problem here is no matter what the culture of MMA is, and I don't know what changes it, but the culture is these guys have every chance to make something happen in any second. And that's why they're like so hesitant to to ever take accountability. Mm -hmm. This shit was criminal. And this is my third part of the rant right here. Like I said this on Twitter when we talked about this and we linked up talking about this fucking fight, Mm -hmm. because I'm like, for a guy that showed a medal that not many people have, Mm -hmm. that there's a lot of people in the, in the UFC that you've seen quit that you've mm-hmm. seen give up on themselves. Mm-hmm. That was not Hinato Moicano. Right, I'm not right. discrediting Moicano for getting beat. I'm not saying he's less of a man. If anything, he showed who the fuck he is oh, and yeah. his willingness to stay in the fight after everything yeah. he endured is supernatural. But mm-hmm. what fucking bothers me is everyone around him that failed him, yeah. his corner. First yeah. of all, and, and and I almost don't fully blame the corner, and this is why. They know this guy in a way that nobody else will ever know him. They've seen him deal with, I'm sure, much more in the training room. So what freaks me out about this is, okay, if we can't trust a fighter to say when they're not, when they can't see, to Mm -hmm. say when they can't, these are all the things we laud fighters for, Mm -hmm. that we applaud them for. Mm -hmm. It's safe to assume that they're going to do that, right? Now, we can't count on the corner for those same reasons. They're going to give their guy the benefit of the doubt, right? Right. How the fuck can we not count on the commission doctor mm-hmm. and the referee? Now, let me make this clear. This isn't a Mark Goddard issue. Not if anything, Mark Goddard did his job. He did. It's a, it's a rules issue. Yeah. Because in the rules, the, the criteria is not if someone has sustained a level of damage it's if they can see yeah that's the only thing that's asked of someone yeah if they can pass a vision test it doesn't matter if their face is falling off and that's a problem yeah that is a problem yeah the next issue 
I love, by the way, that they mic'd up the fucking octagon because they usually don't. They don't right, let us right. in those conversations. Yeah, yeah. They let us in this time, and we got to hear in between the fourth and the fifth, the doctor look at Mark Goddard and tell him, and this shit made me fucking sick. He looked at him and he said, I don't care what you do. Yeah. What the fuck? Isn't it, isn't it against your profession? To be indifferent about these things, that should how can you lose his license right there? Regardless of of you saying, because I get what he was trying to say. He was saying, either way it goes, I can understand it. Like if you stop it, I I understand it. But just a no nonsense answer on a yeah. situation when you're the one counted on there to actually be the one. Mm-hmm. That is gonna take into account mm-hmm. these people's healths mm-hmm. for you to say, I don't care what you do. Mm-hmm. Criminal, like that's criminal shit right there. Yeah. He should not be in any future fights. And this is someone that's been around for a long time. This is yeah, someone yeah. who they look to for these spots. So it's hard yeah. to admit that. Yeah. But for you to say to a ref, I don't care what you do as a doctor, you already fucking failed. Yeah, because yeah. regardless of whether or not he can follow your finger with his eye, Mm-hmm. You should have stopped that fight. Yeah. I don't care if he's ready to fight, if his corner is telling you he's ready to fight. If Mark Goddard says you got 30 seconds to turn this around and he fucking answered the bell and he oh, did he that. Did. He did. I don't care. Yeah. Because yeah. the outcome does not matter. Do you yeah. think because he had a good fifth round that he didn't have a fucking headache the next morning? Do you think oh. that all that damage gets canceled out because he, he had that fifth round? Hell no. Mm-mm. No, it's going to be and it's going to be interesting to see what the long term effects are, because honestly, um, I think we're going to start seeing we've already started seeing some fighters deal with issues uh, like DJ Penn, for example. Um, Chuck Liddell, Gary Chuck Goodridge, Liddell. a yeah. whole bunch of guys. We've yep. seen guys already start to take uh, show signs of long term damage. Um, it's going to take one of these guys. It's going to take a. I think it's going to take for a couple of these guys to actually go the route of some of the guys in in uh, in the NFL where they've had, you know, unfortunate demise um, take place. And that's what made the NFL look into the rule changes. I think we're going to have to, it's going to have to take something like that where you sacrifice some legends to be like for to then force your hand to 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 change that because yeah there's no way I, I don't even care if he actually won the fight me neither you can't tell me that 25 30 years down the line that's going to actually amount to anything exactly what kind because of everyone i respect in that spot yeah yeah he he, he gave my respect like off rip right but you're not protecting the fighter in any way, shape, or form when you allow them to still go out there. It's almost I, I thought about this though during the fight. There almost should be like an independent uh, a member of the corner on both sides where it's like they they overrule what the corner decides in terms of allowing the person to, to continue or not because of the fact you can see this man has taken damage or, or this woman has taken damage when they clearly should not be in there anymore. The fight should be over. And it's almost as if there should be someone that is independent of both corners that's judging it from that angle because nobody else is doing it. Clearly, the doctor yeah. doesn't really care 
the ref is bound by rules and, and, and but even with with that i almost feel like herb dean is is one of the guys this wasn't him in this fight but he's one of those guys where it's just like what do you you need to die for herb to stop the fight i i don't so i don't know where where we draw the line i i really don't i love the sport it's a beautiful sport it's a it's a it's, a, it's an art but when you have guys in powers of position that are not protecting the fighters mm-hmm. it now it's now negligent exactly. it's it's negligent and 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 they have to go and look at that and and figure out what is going to be done but again i don't think that we're going to see that until we start seeing a domino effect of fighters mm-hmm. meet an untimely demise and what's really interesting about it too is like I think that's a part of why we love the sport because we, we understand, we understand how much um, is being asked of these men and women. Yeah. That's a big reason why um, the sport has grown the way it has, Mm -hmm. because we know that they're doing some shit. Like, don't get me wrong on all sports. You're ignorant to say, Oh, that could be me. But when you're watching baseball and you're seeing a dude hit a ball, you're like, damn, I wish I would have fucking put some time and, and, and done this shit. I would have been making yeah. a lot more coin than I'm making right now. Yeah. But when you're why I think there's a big element to MMA and boxing, even where you're watching these these fights and you're like, there's a there's something there that you don't recognize in yourself mm-hmm. that you that you mm-hmm. that you have to respect. Like you mm-hmm. said, you have to respect because I know when given that extra two minutes where I'm looking at the fucking treadmill timer and I'm like, I got 10 minutes left. I know I'm hitting eight minutes and I'm walking. So let alone imagine someone coming to beat my ass for another two minutes. You're asking for a lot, but what, what makes me sick. And like you said, it's not about, I want to change the way the sport is conducted or I don't want people to get hurt. If you don't want people to get hurt, you're watching the wrong fucking sport. And I've came Mm -hmm. to grips with that a long time ago. But what, what is, what isn't fair to me is when you have the, the mechanisms in place that are supposed to prevent these things from happening, mm-hmm. failing you, mm-hmm. that's, how, that's how people die. Like, yeah. let's make that fucking clear. The corner, they're going to be expected to move the way they move because fighters like Anthony Smith has mm-hmm. said it publicly. If mm-hmm. they would have stopped the fight, I would have never trained there again. I would have right. never came back there again. Right, right. There's a lot on the corner. I'm not blaming the corner. It's mm-hmm. on the athletic commission. It's on sure. the referee to a certain extent. Like, don't get me wrong. Like I said, because it's written in the rules the way it is, Mark Goddard gave him every chance possible. For and sure. I've heard him talk about this before. Yeah. He was talking about and breaking down his uh, Kamaru Usman versus, um, why did I say Kamaru Usman? Israel Adesanya versus uh, Kelvin Gaston fight. And oh, he yes. was explaining yes. why he didn't stop it in the fifth because it easily yeah. could have been stopped. Yeah, yeah, but yeah. he was saying he was communicating with Kelvin telling him, you know, you need to, you need to get out of these positions. And regardless of whether or not he was still eating shots, he was moving to get out of those positions. Yeah. You could argue the same thing with Moicano, yes, especially yes. after he got that warning, yeah. there yeah. was never a time where Moicano covered up and was just eating shots. You know yeah. what I mean? He's still but at mobile. the same time, He's still alert. at a certain point, it shouldn't matter. Uh, yeah. At a certain point, yeah. you should be able to call that. Cause yeah. if they, like you said, if they would have called it after the third at the end of the day, people would have been like, there would have been a collective groan. But right yeah. after that, everyone would have been clapping for both of those guys. Yes, yes. So, yes. I just had a horrible taste in my mouth after seeing that fight and the way everything played out. 
And of yeah. course, give give Renato Moicano all the respect. Give him all the praises because he deserves it. He does. Um, but they fucking failed him on many different levels, and they need to really look at the way in which the corner is educated, the way in which the commission is educated, and the parameters of what the ref is allowed to do. Because mm-hmm. at the end of the day, if the criteria is you are trying to not get your ass beat. Yeah, yeah. Isn't that what we all doing? Like, yeah. <laughs> the fight's <laughs> never going to be fucking stopped. So, yeah, think, something needs to change and fast. Because like you said, this is going to lead to some real tragic moments that we're trying to avoid. Yeah, I completely agree. I completely agree. I, I think they, they needed to go ahead and do it. But you got Dana, uh, Dana White leading the cavalry, so... <laughs> The cavalry ain't coming, boy. Yeah, <laughs> That's all we yeah. got to know. <laughs> but if you watch those fights, I mean, I encourage you, really look up that Pat Berry Chuck Congo fight. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. You, you see the that. highlights from that shit, and yeah. it don't make sense. Like, it, yeah. it's like, it's over. It's over. Oh, yeah. it's yeah. not over. Yeah, yeah. To I a certain extent, I those guys expect- shouldn't have been given that opportunity either. They, they shouldn't, but I understood that more. Because that's in a time, that's in a time where we weren't considering that, right? As a society, that was not being considered back then. That's the same with the NFL. We were seeing all these guys uh, 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 lead with the helmet and all that stuff. That wasn't, it was, it's just, those are action shots. That's, that's, how, that's how we saw it, right? Uh, uh, but the, the, the more you learn and grow and understand, what, what, took, what took place with, with Barry Congo should not have taken place with Moicano and RDA. That should not have taken place at all. 100%. That's my that's my point. Oh man, I hope he got some sort of bonus under the table that he doesn't have to fight for another year and a half and he, he could just go on a vacation because that that was fucking that's a that's a career's worth of damage in my I'm gonna opinion. tell you right now, if I ever got beat like that, I'm retired. I, I'm not I'm not taking that beating. I, if I can't fight where I'm taking a little damage, like like uh, uh, Mayweather, I'm not fighting. It's not worth it. And that, and that was it's something not. I wanted to say earlier to you. All of these guys, when they're in that spot, where they're, and they're now on the outside looking in, like Gary Goodridge, like mm-hmm. those people that have had clear mm-hmm. issues, they all say that they regret it. They yeah. all say that this this is this was not worth it yeah and i think those precautionary tales should be told a lot more in these gyms and and it should be a part of the culture because at the end of the day the only culture that exists now is if you have a chance we're going to let you do whatever you got to do because i'm respecting your honor by doing that and let's be real the only thing you're doing is uh sacrificing these people's livelihoods on the altar of uh athletic success and that ultimately that's what a lot of these guys at the high end are doing regardless but there's a limit and there should be also sparring i think that's another thing that doesn't take get taken into account with a lot of these conversations sparring you you take a lot of a lot of beating and sparring so you're talking about that on top of competition on top of how many times you're fighting a year that's that's why i've respected adesanya because he's taken damage but he's not taken significant damage right he it's the length you know he's able to to keep guys at, at, at a distance he's able to to hit precise he's able to move you know like 
if you can't fight that way, you should for your health because you're not talking about being able to get paid on the scale of a boxer. You're not talking about being able to get paid on the scale of an NBA player or a basketball uh, NFL player. You're talking about being paid what? almost like like a G League player. What what I'm not risking anything for that. <laughs> I'm not doing that. Now, if I'm playing basketball, that's one thing. But you talking about getting beat up like that? Nah, bro. Not 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 for that money. Not for that money. And real shit. And and I will move on after this. I sincerely believe that that's a barrier to entry to the sport. That a lot of people, yeah, yeah. a lot of people, like the the level of athlete that we're gonna see in the sport over time is gonna change. Yes. Because now we're seeing. Uh, don't get me wrong, amazing athletes coming into MMA, yes. but it's still nowhere near where it should be considering the fact that it's considered among the top four, top five sports right now. Yeah, 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 yeah. The, the, it's almost the bottom of the barrel as far as what we've been able to get so far. Mm-hmm. So there's so many problems in MMA, but these two are on the forefront, in my opinion. You need to get these fighters paid and you need to really consider what the fuck we're doing here. Because yeah. at the end of the day, Everyone always says, oh, yeah, we're, we're about fighter safety. We have the safest organization around all this shit. And I, I bought into it. I've written papers about how um, the, the damage in MMA is more negligible than it is in boxing. Do I believe that now? Hell no. Hell no. And, and it's all smoke and mirrors. It's all propaganda. Uh, wake up, because before you know it, we're going to be looking at all these legends that can't fucking walk that can't fucking talk, that can't eat by themselves because of what they sacrificed in the ring right in front of us. Yeah. And, think about and it. that's real. Boxing to MMA, you get hit in, in MMA, you get hit with fists, elbows, knees, legs, shoulders, <laughs> everything. Shoulders. You get hit with everything. So it's not just the gloves. Yeah, man. It's everything else. So, dude, there's people- opportunity. There's people in this sport that could have been champions that never even made their way to contendership bouts because of concussion issues outside of fighting. Like mm-hmm. you said, in sparring, mm-hmm. a couple to name, TJ Grant. Uh, yeah, yeah. Chris, Chris Holdsworth, yeah. who used to train out with uh, Uriah Faber in them. These mm-hmm. are guys that had championship potential that stopped fighting because of the effects of brain damage. So yeah. once again, please educate whoever you can fix the problem before it is even a bigger problem because the culture is already ingrained. It's already thought of Mm. as lesser. If Hanato would have said, I quit hell, there was someone in the UFC that was making his debut on short notice that told the corner I'm done. And then Dana White's like, I'm never having that guy in the UFC again. I don't care how good he is. We're not bringing that guy back. Yeah. If anyone knows when the fuck it's time, it's the yeah. fighter, right? Yeah. If anyone knows, yeah. because you're asking them to be irrational. Mm-hmm. So if they're rationally saying, no, nah, I'm good, mm-hmm. stop the fucking fight and it's over. Of course, that's not what Hanata Moicano did. But at that point, we need the people that are put in place to, to make those decisions to be able to have the balls to make those decisions. Yeah. If not, why the fuck are you there? Yep. Let's make that clear. All right. That was a lot. Yes, sir. So yes, I'm going to I'm going to just quickly wrap up by saying fuck Greg Hardy. 
we can move on from that. <laughs> the most impressive performance of the night, and I hope you got to see it. Edson Barboza versus Bryce Mitchell. Yes, I did. Yes, 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 yes. If there's one thing I'm a highlight that the the commentators didn't say too much about, fucking head control. Yes. Bryce Mitchell has three arms out there. Yes. And one of them is pinned up against your chin, yeah. <laughs> and you cannot yeah, yeah, move. Yeah, 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 yeah. I am really impressed by Bryce Mitchell because yeah. he did it in a way that no one else has been able to do it. Khabib yeah. got spinning wheel kicked yeah. during that fight. Everyone yeah, acts yeah. like it didn't happen because it's yeah. so far removed. Yeah. Um, everyone in, that's been in there with Barboza has gotten hit at some point. Mm. Not really Bryce Mitchell. Yeah. His reactive takedowns were on another level. His his pressure. He dropped Barboza with a fucking punch. Mm-hmm. Um, that guy is the total package. And I hate I told you so much about how I, I hate know. him as a person. But hearing his his um, post fight speech, I think he there's a lot of room for growth there. there All is. I gotta say there is, is. Uh, just a commendable person with the, what he get decided to gave a platform for in that moment. Because I didn't expect that of him at all. Mm-hmm. I expected much worse. Mm-hmm. And then beyond that, just the talent, like you need to respect that. Yes. Because there's gonna be a lot of guys at 145 that are gonna say, "Who's this unassuming farm boy?" Mm-hmm. He ain't got shit for me. Mm-hmm. And they're going to get smothered and dominated the same way Barboza did that night. Yeah. Excellent performance. Crazy. Excuse me. Better than Khabib. Better than yeah. Khabib. Yeah. 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 That was excellent performance. Next level. Nothing else to say about that. Excellent performance. I mean, I, I didn't expect looking at him. You don't expect that output, but. Yeah, man. I'm, I'll be so, watching now, next up, before I quickly go on a three-second rant about this week's card, and then we get out of here. Yes, sir. My what the fuck of the week, and I'd love to hear yours, but my what the fuck of the week revolves around a conversation we had last week with Islam Mahachev and yes. Dana White. Now, it was yes. my what the fuck last week. Yes. Guess what? Shit ain't changing. This is my <laughs> what the fuck again, and this is why Dana White is ignorant as fuck. Oh, yeah. You know. Yeah. His reaction that I mentioned last week was, oh, now you have to fight Benil. And I found out the truth. And this is this is more important to the discussion we had earlier, too. Mm -hmm. It wasn't because Islam said, now, actually, on the sneak, I don't really want to do that. Mm -hmm. You know what it was? Islam asked for a million dollars to do it. And that's what made Dana White come out and say all those things. Yo, Dana Bro, White, that's not bro. even a lot of money. That's like, not. That's not compared to what you're bringing in. That's definitely not a lot of money. Dana White is on a whole nother level of stupidity. Bro. I've I I don't I don't get that. A million? That's all he was asking for. So frugal, and dude, and really, I think he's scared. Dude, that's cheap, cheap as hell. And, and I think he's really scared of the writing that's on the wall, which is everyone now sees. Mm-hmm. What the fuck are we doing here? Because these guys are profiting off of the backs of what we do. Imagine yeah. how Moicano feels right now. Yeah. Rega- regardless of how much of a check they cut him underneath the table, it's still not enough no. for what, what these guys are being asked to do. And, and gals, I might add. Mm-hmm. Um despicable shit from Dana White. Fuck Dana White to the day I die. And that's the only thing Jake Paul and I agree on. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I'll agree with that one. Ooh, I don't even know if I have one this week. Uh, Well, just came in. came in. Uh, The Seattle Seahawks just released Bobby Wagner. So 
Wow. Um, <laughs> what? They just released Bobby Wagner, so I guess that's one. Uh, saves them $16.6 million in cap space, but I don't know if that really makes sense. So that 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 leads back to what we were talking about before about if, how they're going to be able to approach this, this season coming up. Um, I don't know how they're going to approach it. It looks so, like they're bottoming out now. They're bottoming out. So yeah. I think I think you're going to go ahead and move Metcalf and or lock it. You keep one of them, right? You keep you one of them. Keep one you keep of one of them. them, but one of them are gone. One of them is definitely gone. So that's going to be mine for the week. Seahawks, get your shit together, boys. Yeah. (laughs) And now I'm quickly going to go on an extreme rant. This Saturday, we got some pretty good, sneaky good fights, of course, because they kept the names for the last card. But Alex Perea versus Bruno Silva. This is a fight that has me excited for two reasons. One, I think Bruno Silva is actually pretty good, the guy that he's fighting. Two, Alex Pereira is the only man to have multiple wins over Israel Adesanya in kickboxing. Yes. Well, actually knocked out Adesanya in kickboxing. They're in the same division. And he's he, he made his debut at, at a big marquee card and ended up getting a nice flying knee knockout. This is actual competition. And I don't think he wins. I, I think Bruno Silva is going to win. And I think everyone's going to be surprised. So that's that's going to be one of my bigger bets this week. Mm-hmm. Um, I'll be interested to see who tails me on that one because it's not just striking. And although in the striking yeah. matchup, obviously Alex Pereira has an advantage, I think Bruno Silva could definitely run away with this one. Um, yeah. So really pay attention to that one, though, because yeah. if Pereira looks good and, and we could see him stop a few takedowns, the lore starts to grow. And, mm-hmm. and I mm-hmm. think we'll see an Adesanya fight faster than we think is deserved. Um, next up, this one I needed to tell you about because I can't believe that it's happening. Uh, Drew Dober, which is someone who has been right on the cusp of that top 15 at lightweight for a really long time, mm-hmm. um, ended up coming short against guys like Islam Mahachev. And um, <clears throat> sorry about that. What, what is his name? I did it again, damn it. Um, he has come short against the division's greatest. I'll leave it at that. Okay. And he originally was supposed to be facing someone else, but of course, with the with the COVID nature of things, someone had to pull out. Mm. And up steps Terrence McKinney. I can't believe that he's getting this spot, and it really makes sense that they called him because mm. I think this is not only a winnable matchup but a favorable matchup against someone who everyone thinks is a striker Mm -hmm. and actually has grappling chops while Drew Dober is known for actually being purely a striker. Um, I really think that if, if you trying to, you trying to make some serious coin this week, put your money on Terrence McKinney because I'm all in and I really don't doubt that he finds his way into the top 15 after this Saturday. And then the final fight of the night, Tiago Santos coming up against Magomed Ankalaev. Yes. First of all, I need to add this because this is an insane stat that I couldn't believe when I saw it. Hmm. Men named Magomed have a 28 and three record in the UFC. What the fuck? There's what? something in that water in Russia, bro. <laughs> if your name is Magomed, 
Uh, You've only lost. That is insane. Like, that's that's that's, insane. that's incredible. That's Crazy. incredible. Yeah, yeah, and that's yeah. multiple people. That's not yeah, just yeah. not just one. That's um, fascinating. This guy, Magomed Ankalaev, has the total package, despite the fact that he looks just like Moe's from The Office. He is a <laughs> fucking problem on the feet, in the grappling aspects. Everyone loves Tiago Santos. I'm a huge fan. Love him. Um, I, I still, to this day, will argue with anybody that he beat John Jones without two of his MCLs. Shout yeah, out to Tiago Santos. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That, that was a fight he won, and he deserved to be champ on that night. He did. But he is going to get absolutely destroyed. Do you know right now Magomed Ankalaev is a minus 500 favorite? <laughs> That's insane. <laughs> that shows the level against someone like Tiago Santos. That's crazy. Yeah, Santos is just coming back too, like within the last year, right? Year, year and a yep. half. His yeah. last fight was that it was pretty boring against Johnny it was, Walker. It was boring. Yeah. Damn. Okay. I'm ready to see it. I'm ready to see it. Telling you, I, I love I love Tiago I love, Santos. God, he about to get cooked. Like we, we need that Adrian Broner meme right now. Oh, I'm out here getting cooked. Because <laughs> that's how it's gonna be. But take us home, Derek. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Well, uh, you can follow me at Derek underscore OTS as D-E-R-R-I-C-K. Black way to spell it. But as you see, uh, follow follow the brand at OTS Media Co. All social media platforms. Um, check us out, otsmediaco.com. Check out the, all the articles. Um, we have a couple of shows that are coming back. Fans, fans is coming back uh, this spring, and that's it's revamped. It's it's uh, new. I um, most likely going to go ahead and uh, record a, a video and you know explain all the rules to you guys pretty soon. Um, but that's coming back where you'll be able to uh, battle with not only music, but uh, sports, sports highlights. Um, and we will explain that to you guys very soon. So um, please be on the lookout for that. That's coming back with a, 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 a veracity that ferocious. I don't think they're guy. ready for it. They're not ready for it. They're not ready for it. Um, but yeah, just keep keep an eye out on everything. Let us know what you guys think. Uh, rate, review uh, 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 the show, please. That's how we're going to be able to start uh, charting and 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 taking our our rightful place at number one um so please just just do that for us guys and let us know what you guys think yeah man so like he said that there's something he's not gonna say that i'm gonna say for him look at the fucking <laughs> promo clips that ots have been putting out for all these shows my yeah. guy has been putting in so much work i just really want to applaud you shout out to derek this dude puts this fucking thing on his back and does amazing things on the fucking daily like i can't believe the quality that's coming out right now ots so please show him the support like he said he really fucking like i said he deserves it regardless of whatever yeah. um make sure you follow him as well you can catch me at chris negron underscore on instagram as well as negron mma on twitter when we're 11 away from 250 baby yeah. i know we're gonna get there soon look yes sir we're gonna get there soon <laughs> i know it's gonna come soon um, yes, MMA archive coming back strong on Friday. We're going to have another episode as well as another recap show. Yes. So you get three podcasts out of me a week now. I don't know. Yeah. I might have to start. <laughs> I don't know what I got to do. I'm going to have to start doing something because I listen, I'm having a blast though. And that's what matters having yes, a time of my life. And I can't wait for you guys to check out what I got coming on Friday as well as next week. So thank you so much for your, your support and your love. We need more of it. 
tell everyone tell your grandmother i know she watches oh, put yeah. on oh, it's yeah. time we we got to get out there in, to the same level that we put into this because especially i swear if she bets especially if she bets hey and if she doesn't Girl. take a seller use the rest you know what i'm saying we got to figure <laughs> it out but thank you so much for all your support and your time i really appreciate it yes, and you already know we're going to keep bringing you these bangers man Every have week. a good one yeah catch y'all later peace